This episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair, or sensitive skin. Start shaving smarter and say goodbye to razor bumps with Bevel. Check out GetBevel.com today. Use code Joe to get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. All right, here we go. We are here. We are. It's just Rory and me. That sounds like the name of a really bad show. Yeah, we should. We're gonna keep this as women friendly as possible, though. All right, it now, won't be super misogynistic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we cool. We kidding here. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly. <laughs> no, we have women in the studio just just in case. They're just not gonna speak. Yeah, but they're oh, not. Fuck. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Darn it! <laughs> we have women here to look at. I mean, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. We just won't value their opinions. Not even, not even five <laughs> seconds in. All right, wait a second. So, I will name this podcast later. Well, I don't know what number we are on. I think I, it's fifty-four. I thought fifty-two was last week. Whatever. All right. Yeah, I feel like I haven't done this podcast in quite some time. Even my levels ain't right. Damn, look at they doing me out here. All right. So, there's a lot to get to. And I'm hungry, and I got shit, shit to do and places to be. Oh, don't worry about it. We're going to go eat, baby. We're going to go eat, all right? But don't talk. Don't talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Rory. Yes. Michael Roars. What's up, man? I'm worried anytime me and, Mike and, me and uh, Rory are alone to do the podcast. We need Marissa here to balance out our shitheadness. Mm-hmm. Even though she's an even bigger shithead. But Marissa, to my understanding, for anybody who cares about... Marissa's uh whatever she was doing. I I don't, but I'm gonna tell the people to do. Marissa was very excited the last time that we did this podcast because she was on her way to Toronto. Now, in Joe Budden's brain, all of the junior varsity thoughts, all of the freshman IG honeys, you know, the bitches that ain't never been nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, just got their first fly out, just got their first athlete to pay some attention to them. Uh, all of the bitches that is working on the angles, <laughs> the bitches that ain't just quite got it down pat, but in a few years, baby, we see where you're going. Marissa was happy like that. She ain't ever been nowhere. So she, on her way, was real excited, and I wanted Rory to pull up the fucking audio so we could hear how excited she was. But because we're not that professional here, no. we don't have it. So y'all asses go back, listen to last week, and hear how excited Marissa was to go to Toronto. So Marissa went to Toronto. I know only because I she put it in the group chat. Uh, I hate the group chat between uh, the podcast group chat, me, Rory. I don't. I hate talking to Rory and Marissa. I don't want to talk to them together. But she put it in the group chat. She headed to Toronto early. Thursday wasn't she left? Thursday. Thursday she left, and her thin, her very thinly veiled <laughs> mask. Well, well, she was there to work, <laughs> which is where I was headed. Her very thinly veiled. Mask was, I gotta work. The thing about that, oh man, you know the thing about work. <laughs> this is we turned up yeah, today. <laughs> I can tell already. The thing about work, right? Work is like, is like when uh, rappers tell their girlfriend, "I'm going to the studio." Mm-hmm. Some of them don't know what that means. I don't even know if I want to tell them now. I'm All right, so forget about so that. Go one. At it. No, As a matter of no, no, fact, no. I could steal that one one time. I'm in the studio with Joe. Yeah, so let's not blow our cover. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the thing about work for women, I can't, I can't prove or disprove that Marissa had work to do. If you want me to be perfectly honest, I don't even know what Marissa does for a living. I just know I see her at Hot 97 sometimes. <laughs> That's all I know. I want a network report from everyone that went to Toronto this weekend to network. To network. To network. Was Marissa going to network? Marissa's no. a blogger. 
she was going to cover All Star Weekend. Was there only Wi-Fi in Toronto? <laughs> oh, she needed to be there like a live reporter, right? Yes. Great. So I was really excited for her. I was happy <laughs> for her because I love Marissa. And as a junior varsity thought, you're making your way up, baby. Yeah. Making your way up. Podcast doing great. Your little blog, she's doing great. And now you can flown out, baby. You're doing good. But then miraculously the next day, she wasn't in Toronto. How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> I would love to ask her myself. <laughs> But she's not here. So to the listeners out there, you can at Maddie Monroe, Maddie the Body, at Marissa Mendez, great retweeter of all. And I would, I will pay. I, because my plan was, and I told Rory, when she got here today, I was going to ask her a million questions about All-Star Weekend. I have so many questions, but she wasn't there. But I don't know if she'll tell us why she wasn't there. The only thing we know is she was unpacking in her hotel, in her hotel and then packed her bag immediately. And left Toronto. And we would love to know why. So if you know Marissa Mendez, call us up. Yeah, I'm saying that. There's no phones in here. <laughs> Ain't no phones in here, but I'm saying it. If you know Marissa Mendez and you call us up and tell us why you think Marissa had to go work and then suddenly, damn, is a, damn, is that a Billy Ocean song that starts like, what's who sing that song? Suddenly. No, that's just, just one good All right, well, forget about that. Um, <laughs> shut up, Sam. Uh, it could have uh, been Billy Ocean, one of those nights. There's a song, yeah. I'll Just think about that later. One of them nights, hey. One of them nights, you hey, feel like hey, getting down. Hey, that's my shit. That's that shit right there. Roy should know about that song, but Roy got good taste in music sometimes. Um, yeah, so let's ask Marissa whenever you see her, and she ain't getting away because her plane, which is this the other part I'm confused about. She landed today. From, I don't know where she came from. She literally just landed. She just landed. We're her, recording this at 7 o'clock on a Tuesday. Her plane was delayed, which is very irresponsible and totally unprofessional of her to, to try to fly in and land exactly at the time of the podcast, but I'm not going to spend too much time on Marissa Mati. Hey, baby. Hey. Because All-Star ended mad long ago. So And uh, the Grammys. But let's stay with All-Star first. All-Star weekend. I think it was amazing. I think it was great. Yeah, I mean, we missed the dunk contest, but the recaps were great. Um, the three-point contest, we, I enjoyed. Now, I had to work. I had a gig, so we were unable to see the um, dunk contest. I know. We missed it. We fucked up. We're idiots. And we shouldn't have seen a three-point contest, but we stayed anyway. Uh, I love Clay versus Steph as a rivalry moving forward in the three-point contest. I love the camaraderie. I love the I love the love that they have for each other. The and, the, and the and the compet no, I'm getting that I'm getting to that. <laughs> I love the competitive nature between the two because we rarely see it from teammates so great. I love that they're both amazing in different ways. And I love that both of them are light skinned. All-star weekend <laughs> was like a coming out. We got rid of all you dark skinned niggas. It's over. I don't know. In man. case Ken- there was a little Kendrick closed the weekend. Ken, I'm not counting Kendrick as a dark skinned guy. Then what is he? Tanned. He lives in LA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Is that not fair? <laughs> no. Every time I go to LA, I get darker. Okay, Joe. If we put Kendrick ass up here in the fucking snow, he gonna be brown. He not gonna be dark. Might be like me. Yeah. You can't prove that yet. Like me, or Jace. Kendrick and you are not the same complexion. We don't. We can't prove that. 
Because he lives in LA. Uh, when you went to LA, you did not come back his complexion. And you were there for a month. I know. He looked a little ashier than me. I looked a little more golden. <laughs> no, shut up. I looked a little more gold. My my complexion was a bit more golden. You look like Kendrick's. a fucking Boston Market rotisserie chicken. That's what you looked like. That's golden. So thank you for proving my point, Rory. So now, anyways. And I'm saying Kendrick's not golden. He's darker than I'm that. trying to talk about. See, this is why you and your white shit sometimes. Roy want his white privilege, white power shit to always be dominant. So we can't even have a light skin celebration weekend because your white ass is interrupting. <laughs> so now you're done trying to bring up, you're trying to start black on black rap beef. Absolutely. Are you are you finished? No, go ahead. Kendrick! <laughs> <laughs> so now that we got that out of the way, you dark skin niggas, we got y'all out of here this weekend. So Clay, right, and Steph, one last, yes, two light skin niggas there. Who was a dark? Oh, James Harden was in the shit. He's a dark skinned nigga. Oh my God, did he stink it up? He got 13 points for you, dark skinned niggas. Out of here for y'all, right? So then Zach Levine comes. Who was he going against? Up. Aaron motherfucking Gordon from the, the Magic. Two, two lightest, more, lightest two, guys. Hey, all hey, time. hey, hey, two more light skinned niggas. Got you, dark skinned niggas. The fuck out of here. Best dunk cuts, dunk contest I ever seen in my life, even though I ain't see it. <laughs> Best highlights I ever saw. Word. Best sports center I fucking ever had to endure. Uh, and then, uh, who won uh, Russell? Now Russell Westbrook uh, won MVP. Is what? Is he dark skin? No, he's on the cusp. He is on the cusp. He wants to be us. He doesn't. He wants to be that. He does have behavior of light skinned men. He dresses like light skinned men. Yeah, which I don't know if it's a good thing. <laughs> and he's a bit emotional. Is he on the court? It helps him. He channels his light skin better. I'm That's rolling, why I'm, I'm rolling, on the verge. I'm rolling. I mean, I disagree with all that, but I'm rolling with it just for the sake of my argument. So light skin niggas won All-Star Weekend, but that's that's fine and dandy. We That's not the important part. What was funny to me and what I wanted to know was, so all you thought. Now, I've seen a lot of stories. Boy, did I see some stories. I should have, like, I should have invited somebody here to to give me like a recap because the things I heard I heard it was groups of you old that didn't know you needed a passport to get into Toronto <laughs> yep no no really wait and like showed up to the airport landed in Toronto oh my god not showed up to the airport landed there without a passport what else did I hear you hoes I love a good whole story now, there's nothing like a good whole story because you hoes is just y'all don't get no fucking dumber like nobody wants to hear a good girl story I heard some more shit about the hoes. Damn, what was it? I think I favored all this shit. I seen it. But I want it was freezing in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Snowing. I know that because I follow uh Biz. And Biz, every time he goes somewhere, act like a thought too. He's gonna show you everything <laughs> everywhere that he's he's gonna show you the weather, the mall, the crowd, <laughs> the people. Biz don't know how to not show you what's happening. Biz was with Drake. Biz was with Biz was with a lot of people, and I'm sure they was thinking the same way that I was thinking. How the hell did Biz get next to me? <laughs> Shout out to Biz. <laughs> so it was freezing snowing. I know because I follow Biz. I don't know how you hoes was doing it. Some of you hoes that don't, that don't fuck the promoters. And some of you hoes that don't fuck the athletes. No, nah, the, uh, the new shit is fuck the DJ. Because you can plug your phone in. They have a laptop. You got to think smarter. Do bitches care about that? Oh, yeah. They got to plug. How are they going to get the Instagram pictures off? That's true. Yeah. No, they fuck the DJ now. Because a promoter won't plug your phone in. That's D true. DJ has a USB. 
I didn't know that. It's a new wave. Yeah, that, that's pretty interesting. And but, well, this is back in, in my whole days when Griffin was popping. Long ago, long, yeah, yeah, yeah. long, Ma- 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 long ages ago. ago ages. When, when Griffin was open, mm-hmm. the DJ booth is right when you walk in. You can open that door, put mm-hmm. your jacket there too. No coat check. Hoes love. That's kind of the perfect setup if you are. <laughs> so the DJs niggas be getting runs, man. Yeah. I recently started DJing, <laughs> so we'll talk about it. <laughs> um. You hoes that were not having intercourse with athletes or someone of some type of important stature, I would assume that you guys had a difficult time out there because sure. I know the whole hoes don't get cold thing. I know, I know that, I know that. The myth. Queen shout, out, shout out to the queen. Shout out to the queen. But it was cold. It was cold. It was cold up here. So I felt for the hoes. I didn't, I didn't even see very many... I didn't even see very much footage. You know how the hoes always put up everything. Mm. I didn't see very much. Now, I have one of the funnier stories that I just can't tell. Like, some, sometimes... Well, that's not fun. I know. You pussy. No, I can't. I have to respect Can you just, it. like, leave the names out? No. Okay, I will. All right. I'll try to. A very short version. Just a lewd. No, because this person's <laughs> so sensitive, man. All right, so we'll try this. I apologize to you. I know and I would I know an associate, right? Who who knows um an athlete. Okay. I'm following. The associate Which is fine because you have mad associates and no mad athletes. That is true. That's <laughs> so, so that don't, not, so that we're don't, not narrowing it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, that, that tells you nothing <laughs> yet. Uh the associate was here in in not in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And the athlete was in Toronto, and the conversations that I had to listen to the entire night as said athlete may have needed help from said person that was in New York. Oh, my goodness. It was the best shit I ever heard, ever. I can't give you any more than that because I don't want to offend my political connects, but Jesus, it was great. Um, And that was it. I didn't. After that, I thought I thought it was an amazing All Star weekend. I think Adam Silver did a fantastic job. Some of y'all don't want to give Adam Silver his credit, but for me, his fingerprints were all over that. From the changing of the uh, skills competition, mm-hmm. which Rory pointed out to me, um, from that to you know sending Kobe off just co- just correctly. Like I just saw a lot. Now I won't credit him for you know. Um, the greatness of the winners of the three-point contest and the dunk contest. But I could just see a lot going on with him, and I like the way he speaks. So I could see him taking the NBA uh, to heights that David Stern never did. Like, he's the only commissioner that I've ever heard speak about illegal sports gambling and and say on record in his first year, I would like to change that. Mm -hmm. That has to be profitable for everyone. Because sports gambling is a billion-dollar industry. Um, yeah. Under Adam Silver, I could see logos being put on NBA jerseys in the near future just to have more revenue come in. Like, there's some things that Adam Silver's brain, he's a, a former attorney, and I think that's another reason I'm so infatuated with him because I love just people that are, su- that are supremely intelligent and you can hear it when they speak. He's one of those people. I love him. So... Big ups to Adam Silva. I love him. I look forward to everything that he's going to do. And shout out to him and the NBA for an amazing weekend. You've saved the fucking drought because Lord knows All-Star Weekend has been a piece of shit. I do want to address some of the commentators. Some of you sports commentators, right? 
I've heard multiple people, wait, quick sidebar, Michael K on ESPN Radio, you the only nigga that want to talk baseball in February. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about baseball, and I was damn near tempted to call your ass and tell you that, but I thought Peter would be smart enough to tell you, but he's not, so I need to tell you on his podcast, and if you don't hear it, hopefully somebody will tell you. We don't give a fuck about the pitchers and the catchers reporting in February, my nigga, so off of that real quick, some of you commentators, right, I hear... All of you, Stephen, uh, all of y'all, all of y'all just shitted on the All Star Game and its lack of defense, and 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 I'm confused. <laughs> I think that the product that they put on the floor, the lack of defense, the high scoring games, <laughs> I think that's what they want. Yeah, I see competitive basketball all year. I don't yeah. need to, I don't need to see that on a Sunday when all my favorite players are on the court. <laughs> I don't under so maybe I'm so maybe I'm naive or ignorant, but I, I remember when baseball. I don't know if baseball still does it. Didn't they do whoever wins? Uh, yeah, that yeah. team gets home field advantage in the yeah. World Series. I hope they never do that to basketball. See, and that was what I was going to bring up. In baseball, y'all hate y'all hate that y'all hate that uh, uh, All Star Weekend. I mean, uh, the All Star Game, which is supposed to be fun and for the fans. Y'all hate that it determines who gets uh, home field. I mean, not home field. Fucking. Uh, which fucking AL or NL gets fucking um did uh home field advantage? It's not home field advantage in uh, baseball, I don't think. But I well, know whoever gets the seventh. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that. that <laughs> know what the fuck I'm talking about out there? My brain's doing too much stuff right now. Um, so yeah, y'all hate that, but y'all, but y'all also hate the fact that the NBA is just not competitive. Uh, me and my kid were watching it uh somewhere where he shouldn't have been, and he loved it. I loved it. I loved everything about it. So maybe I'm naive and ignorant. I would love for someone to, uh, someone uh, savvy to explain to me why it's a problem that they're not playing defense and that the scoring is all the way up. Now, I do know that in years past, you don't play defense, and then in the last maybe three or four minutes, you play a little bit of defense. But I told my kid, who was rooting for the East, but he don't know nobody. He's fucking 14 years old. I said to him, hey, this happens every year. The East gets off to a real good start. Mm-hmm. And in the second half, the West come and kick their fucking ass. He said, oh, Dad, no, not this time. The East. And sure enough, <laughs> the second half came, and they kicked their fucking ass. And I looked at that kid, and I said, see you little Nick." Trey was waiting for Kevin Hart to get on the court. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I got to really learn how to be a father. Yeah. <laughs> wait, with, wait. So do you. Uh, wait, uh, was that you? That was you there. I, with, I with, am not a father. Wait, but time out. <laughs> to your knowledge. Or, Fair. Or that you claim. <laughs> I'm not a father to any kids that I claim. Uh, yeah, you got one in fucking Idaho somewhere, but we'll talk I've about that later. That was you that me, you, and Trey was watching the shit, right? Yeah. Let me tell you, let me tell you about Rory. Rory, fucking the whatever game that was, celebrity game, right? No adult cares about that game. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the celebrity basketball game. However, my kid does. So when that game came on, now, but I, I, I ain't been around my kid. I just met my kid. When that game came on, that kid said, Oh, yes, the celebrity game. Oh, yeah, what channel, Dad? Yay! I want to see. The, oh, my God. Kevin Hart. Yay! Kevin Hart, four time MVP. I hope Kevin Hart comes out. <sighs> I'm sitting there and I'm saying to myself, I'm thinking to myself, why the fuck is this kid so excited about the celebrity fucking basketball game? And why the fuck does he think Kevin Hart is God? Because he said, Kevin Hart is mad nice. You know, I never turned down a good debate. So here I am debating with the kid. Oh, yeah? With a 14-year-old. Fuck is so nice about Kevin Hart in the basketball court. 
He's only the four-time MVP. Well, no, really, he's a three-time MVP because one of those years, he wasn't supposed to get it. And he's the coach and the fucking player, so he'd be rigging that shit. Huh, kid? And Rory, I think that was Rory or Parks, one of them niggas, when I was telling them that my kid loves Kevin Hart so much, that was Parks. That wasn't you. I'm not even going to put that on you. Parks said, oh, Kevin Hart, he's a fucking bum. Trey, the fuck you want to... Is that Parks? Yeah, what are you doing? I, I didn't say Parks? that to what Trey. What are you doing? I can't pull Stop talking to the kid like he's a fucking... Stop ruining... If my kid loves and idolizes Kevin Hart, then damn it, let the kid do it. Don't come and fucking shatter his dreams. I remember what it was like when somebody told me the Santa Claus wasn't real. I remember that. I was heartbroken. I remember when I thought that Two Fairy was really coming and taking my fucking tooth from under the pillow and putting some money under it. Those are good old days. So, well, Kev- all, Kevin Hart is real. <laughs> is Kevin Hart mad nice in basketball? No. And Kevin Hart is my man. Kevin, no. <laughs> is Kevin Hart mad nice in basketball? No. Like, yeah, like, come on, I don't care about it. My kid is giving me celebrity game stats. <laughs> well, he went up against T Mac. <laughs> So I just let the kid watch the fucking shit, man. I don't want to come be the dream shatterer, and I just met this kid. So I'm saying that uh, uh, facetiously. It's been a long day. I can see. Facetiously. So we go straight from All-Star Weekend to Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. And I I don't know what was going on, but I totally forgot that the Grammys were coming on. No, the Grammys were last night. No? Yes? Am I bugging? But I'm saying, okay. from All-Star Weekend, the very next day the Grammys Monday, came yeah, on, yeah. I would have liked to prepared better for that. But because it kind of snuck up on me as if it hasn't been happening every February for my entire life, <laughs> I didn't prepare for it. So I watched the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Rihanna supposed to perform? She was. She caught uh, bronchitis. And had re, to re, 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 re. <laughs> First of all, Navy, what up? <laughs> I want no beef. <laughs> Navy. Right? Shout out to the Navy. And I love Ree. And I love Kiss It Better off that album. I've been blasted. That's oh what she was going to perform. Jesus. Serious? Mm-hmm. Now, Rihanna had bronchitis? Yes. That is what her PR team put out to the world. Or do we believe it? I don't know. She could have had it. No, 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 no. She could have had it. <laughs> I'm asking you if you believe that Rihanna did not perform because she had bronchitis. Uh, no. I think she's been performing long enough to know she can get through that. And this was a really big look. So her performance was probably not up to par. Because she just put an album out. The next thing was going to be Kiss It Better. Naturally, oh, it is? Yeah. Naturally, you would want to perform that at the Grammys. That's a fact? You're saying that with certainty? Yes. See, now go back to our last conversation where you said you didn't know if that would be the, the fucking a single. I, I thought that song was amazing. Well, so yeah, and then I looked at the track list and I said, you know what? You're right. Oh, I forgot that part. <laughs> that song is like excellent. Who wrote that song? I can tell you right now. I want to say James was somewhere on that writing, though. Well, that's because you think James wrote every song that we like. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's typically R- true. Rory <laughs> thinks that James Fauntleroy <laughs> wrote the Beatles catalog. <laughs> Wait, he didn't? I don't think he did. All I'm, the Lonely People sure. was not him? He might have wrote that one. Okay. No, Jay, now I'm, I'm joking, of course, but James Fauntleroy is amazing. He's getting a little too weird for me. I had to unfollow him. Yeah, it was enough. <laughs> it was enough. I, I, I can enjoy someone's music and not have to see all your fucking fuck shit, and I'm sure that's how many people feel about me. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh-huh. Eight mouths, you. <laughs> I talk about myself before you can. Uh, 
So Rihanna didn't perform because of bronchitis, uh, air quotes. That really disappointed me. I was really looking forward to Rihanna performing. Mind you, I didn't know who else was performing. I didn't know. I didn't see a, a, a set list. I didn't see a sheet. I didn't see commercials. It snuck up on me. I didn't see shit. I just know I wanted to see Rihanna. So the, the, the Grammys, they normally come on big. So I, I wasn't in front of my TV at 8 o'clock. So I made the Spanish people in the restaurant where I was who was watching the fucking news. Fucking Spanish people, man. They got to be informed. I went up to the fucking, the owner wasn't there, that's my man. See, that wouldn't happen if he was there. I went up to whoever was controlling the fucking TV in Sabor and Edgewater, and I said, hey, I get that the news is really important, but the Grammys is on, and that's kind of a big deal. So they turned. No one went to Sabor to watch the Grammys, though. Well, I needed to eat. <laughs> so they just naturally didn't have it I, on. I needed to eat. Well, see, but that's, they, they're aware, they should, they should have more awareness than that. If you have any type of fucking black people coming into your establishment and you have a black artist that comes in there three times a day. <laughs> yeah, I doubt they're in their early management meeting like, Joe may come in. What are we going to have on TV? No, nah, no, nah, they be offering me free drinks and shit. I come in there so much. But as soon as them Grammys went on that TV, all them Spanish people was glued to that TV so much they even turned the volume up. So anyway, Taylor Swift came on first, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't really care about that. I didn't care about I, I didn't hate her performance, by the way. Well, I, the TV was on mute at that point, mm -hmm. so I didn't hate it either. It wasn't that bad. I've seen worse from her. This is what I love, because I don't even want to spend too much time on the Grammys. Kendrick. Probably one of the better performances I've seen in my lifetime. I, well, I'd have to think hard about that. My mm -hmm. life is a bit longer than yours because I'm a dinosaur. Mm -hmm. But that was amazing. From start to finish. Yeah, incredible. Like, and to keep someone's attention that long while rapping that fast is very difficult to do. To enunciate yeah. that way is a skill. And whoever came up with that fucking uh, camera shift on his last verse is fucking genius. Yeah, it might have been, um, what's TDE dude's name? The fucking, the nigga. Uh, I've had a long day. I don't know. <laughs> Homeboy. Might have been him. But that performance, man, oh man, I mean... I saw, well, let's delve a bit deeper. I'm on record saying that that Kendrick album is not for me. Mm -hmm. I still feel like that Kendrick album is not for me. It's not something that I'm going to wake up and play. It's not something I'm going to get in my car and play. However, I'm objective enough to be able to recognize that it's probably one of the better hip-hop albums ever released. Mm-hmm. There's a difference there. So now let's talk to the idiots. <coughs> Charlemagne the God. And we're going to call you idiot because Lord knows you've said enough about me on your show. And you still my nigga, but that ain't going to stop this idiot moment from talking to you. Is this your donkey of the day? No, this is just me calling somebody idiot. He's smarter than that. He's one of the smarter people in radio. So when he says something real stupid, somebody got to call him out on it. And because he has such a large outlet, when he's stupid, all the stupid people become even dumber. Charlemagne said, and I'm going to quote, Ugh. because I like to be accurate in what I am saying. And I didn't even understand why he did this. Charlemagne said, I hate when I favorite some shit and then it disappears. All right, here it is. Charlemagne said, I see a lot of you critics who said to pimp a butterfly was whack when it first dropped. Mad it didn't win album of the year. Y'all so lame. 
I think that Charlemagne is smarter than that. Charlemagne, you can't understand black people who may not like that music wanting to support one of their own at the top of the genre in that circle, in that venue, on that platform, and want to see him do well because of the message that he's speaking. I'm sure you understand that because you have your fucking Black Panther moments too. So I don't get why we can't support Kendrick and want to see him win and want to see him do well, even though that album may not be for us. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, those two are totally separate statements for me. Like Rory said, the people around Rory's age, that's probably some of the most prolific shit that they have seen. So because niggas didn't welcome that album and play it in fucking One Oak and fucking play it in Apartment 78, rest in peace, Apartment 78, and play it in fucking Griffin because I didn't get in my car and play it, I can't want to see Kendrick do well. That's some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And because you're smarter than that, I know I'm giving you the benefit of doubt of being smarter than that. We got to call you out on And because you have such a large platform, I can't allow you to make the stupid people even more stupid. I just can't. I can't. Now, to get off of Charlemagne and get on his partner, uh, Andrew Schultz. He had probably what I think is the tweet of the year. What do you say? He's pretty funny. I recently followed him, Mm -hmm. like a few months ago. (laughs) He said, Kendrick is doing what Kanye thinks he's doing. <laughs> I didn't know that he tweeted that. I saw that tweet all over my timeline. I didn't know he, that he said it. He though. tweeted that. Okay. That's amazing. That's like a genius. That's true. <laughs> There's some truth to it. I think, and, I, and I'm not touching this because <laughs> I don't know what Kanye's hive is called, but I don't want a problem with them either. That's <laughs> They don't know what they're called at this point. I think Kanye is Kanye's <laughs> hive. <laughs> if I'm just going to keep it a buck, Kanye. They don't know what to call them. Kanye's hive is him. That's all he needs. Hey, and I don't want a problem with him either. But, and I don't know if that's accurate or not. I'm just, I'm totally being, this is, this is pure, this is speculative. But that is funny. That's hilarious. All right, some of y'all might not think it's as funny as me, but I laughed for a very long time, and I don't. When I am writing LOL, I'm the guy that is not LOLing. So I really laughed. Now, with that said... Good segue. Let's segue to Kanye. What do you think of the album? I don't want to get to that yet. Okay. Let's talk about something that doesn't matter at all. Kanye's tweet frequency. Mm-hmm. What do we think of that? Well, I, my, my opinion is a bit different with this because my relationship with Kanye is just music. His personal t- opinions in life and his behavior outside of music does not affect me in the slightest. I do not follow him on Twitter. I do not care what he and says that, on Twitter. None of that bothers me because my only relationship with him is music. He's never put out an album that I didn't like, so I'm fine whatever the fuck he's doing as long as he continues to produce music that sounds like this. Can I stop you there? You just, can. A, just a quick interruption. Mm-hmm. And this is why you and I get along so well. Totally unlike Johnny the Greekend, who who Johnny <laughs> Johnny, I asked Johnny, I said, Johnny, what do you think of the Kanye album? This is a few days after it came out, so you have some time to let it resonate. Mm-hmm. He said, You know what? I don't know. Cause I don't like him as a person. He does so much asshole shit that it's like, 
I can't even like your music because you're so fucking arrogant that now I want to not like you. So even if I heard the album and I thought, yo, that was one of the best beats in the world, then I turn around and hear you saying, yo, that was the best beat in the world. And now I'm like, oh yeah, well now it's not the best beat in the world. And I- (laughs) Wait, why does he like you then? (laughs) I don't act like that, dick. I'm not very arrogant. Hey, whatever. Dick. Yo, anytime you get to just belittle me and lower my fucking self-esteem and confidence. Yeah, because nobody else does it. <laughs> Imani does it all the time. Well, Imani's not on this podcast. Dill does it all the time. I can name a few people that do it. Those, are your, those are your real friends. It's probably only two. Yeah, there's probably only two people that do it. But, so I like that you said that. So, you were you going somewhere else? No, no, I was done. Um, So you don't care about any of that uh, there's what, frequency well, shit? There's one decision that I do want to talk about, but get your opinion off. One of the tweets that I do want to discuss. I want to talk. I don't care about what Kanye tweets either. I care about what Rhymefest tweeted. Interesting. That is what I care about. Rhymefest is a is a gentleman that I have met on multiple occasions. I won't speak to his character because I won't pretend that I'm at his house every Thanksgiving. I am not. However, as someone who is big on energy, that guy has a pretty good energy about him. Rhymefest said some things in response to some fans asking why he was not working with Kanye or whatever the fuck he said. And he said, he, he's, I'm not going to quote him because I don't know and, I'm, and we don't fact check on this show. Mm-hmm. But he said something like, Kanye is not right in his heart and his soul. I love that brother and I, pay, and I pray for him. We all need to pray for him. And he ended with, just, just, when you thought, just when you thought that somewhere in there was some bitterness... He explained, I just stopped working with them last month. <laughs> just last month. Y'all don't know that. It was just last month. And he said, we need to, he said something like, he said it way better than I'm about to say it. He said, we need to pray for his well-being, not his notoriety or his health. For, that was, go check Rhymefest Twitter. And also to know, it was a reply to someone's question. He wasn't going on to yeah, yeah, some rant. rant. It wasn't a rant. It wasn't a rant. Now, it, it was a direct reply to a question. Now, a nigga like me, whose brain just loves to process everything that it can. I read that and I tucked it in the back and I paid it no mind until Kanye started to tweet so much. Mm-hmm. Some of that shit, I won't, I won't, I won't, I, I, I'm, I've never been around Kanye. Well, that's not true. I've been around Kanye quite a few times. But he's never been wild. I've never been, you know, it's never been in an intimate setting at all. He's been nothing but a gracious host and amazing gentleman to me. But if I'm just reading Twitter, which I'm not one of those people that takes whatever you tweet and now I'm going to assess how you <laughs> behave. I'm not mm-hmm. that person. But I could see how someone who is that way could take what Rhymefest said and make it applicable to Kanye's timeline. Now, let's get that out the window, because like you, I don't give a fuck. I think Kanye's a genius. Yeah, and I think this is what you get when you get someone like that. I also (laughs) think, like he said on his album, all geniuses are Looney Tunes. And he's been this way forever. They're wacko. Kanye, again, I'll say, went on national television and told the entire country that the president does not care about black people. I don't know if y'all understand the guts that it takes to do that, but he did that. So nothing that he tweets can surprise And at the peak of his career, where it could have went two different directions. He was a star at that point, but he could have fell. He wasn't this Kanye now. He wasn't that big of a star at that point. But that was the crossroads for him. Yeah, it could have affected him. Yeah. Like, white people were just starting to like him. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I so nothing he tweets will ever shock or surprise me, but because I think he's a genius, I pay attention to it mm. because there's a jewel in there somewhere. Uh, well, my guy nerd said on Twitter, just take what you want from the Kanye tweets and unfollow. Yeah. Take I mean, from it what you yeah, what I'm you not, will I'm take from it and any of that just or, mute them or, or or anything. So now let's segue to something more important, which is the music. Oh, you have well, uh, one of the tweets. Well, it's part of part of the music. Oh, please. Um, he did say, "I will only sell my album on title. I will not be selling it anywhere else." There was a rumor that Homeboy wanted to buy his album for ten million dollars. Same dude that offered. We're not going to bring his name up on this podcast. I don't even I think know his he's, name. A, he's a piece of shit. Um, Why? I'm not because he's buying albums. No, and taking them for the people. <laughs> <laughs> have you, you, have you, you heard you, the Wu-Tang album? <laughs> no, he hasn't took it for the people I don't want to talk about this guy on this fucking podcast But has anybody heard that Wu-Tang album? Did anybody? No, it? yeah, he bought it And he said so, he's, ne- he's never going to let right, me so we, to it So we can't hear it, right? Okay. Anyway. We'll talk later <laughs> <laughs> So he said, I'm only selling it on title I'm scared about this And this has nothing to do with title I want to make the record clear That I love title <laughs> <laughs> I want to make that very clear I wish you guys could understand the inside joke that Rory has been running with for like months now. One day you will, and then I'm going to go back to this podcast. But anyway. Um, This is kind of nerve-wracking here, because I've never been a big fan of streaming. But now we're taking, it'd be a great business move on Tidal's behalf to take Kanye's album and only make it available there. But now you have your competition, Spotify, Apple Music, who's going to follow suit. Okay. Apple got a whole bunch of fucking money. They're going to throw a whole bunch of fucking money at an artist and only make it available there. And uh, this is going to start a trend. Artist being Drake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so this kind of puts us in a position now. Uh, music has always, always been about business. I know that, but this is going too far. Like withholding it for the purpose of your stream is scary to me. Let me just say. You are on to a very prolific and broad point. This is a great point. It's to everyone's detriment. Yeah. Yeah. Because now we're taking art and withholding it, Mm -hmm. not just for money. This is for competition. Because fuck the artists. I mean, yeah, you're going to get your money, but no one's going to hear your album unless they sign up for this. Of course, people are going to rip it. I know my my argument here has some holes. It could be ripped. Kanye shit was ripped in five minutes. But, yeah, but if this becomes the wave, this is much they will find than, ways to yeah. not have hey, that happen. Hey, all you little idiot hackers that think y'all doing something by ripping some shit. Check, check. Like, that's a that's so minuscule in their grand scheme. Yeah. Like, that dents nothing. You're not Napstering their plan. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we're clear on that. But I agree with you. I agree with you. You, it's, it's going to start a trend. I almost want to say it's already started a trend. And it's scary because... If there is one person powerful enough to get all the people that we enjoy listening to to not put their albums out, it's Hove. Yeah. It's Hove. And I would do, if I was working for Tidal, I think, oh my God, that's the best fucking business move ever. But as a fan, that's terrifying. That's horrible. But see now, see now, this is going, this is about to go somewhere else. (laughs) This is about to go somewhere else. If I'm Hove... I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> I, didn't have yeah. a, I didn't have a choice. I came and I tried to do something with my business partners. I bought this old mm-hmm. shit. I revamped it. I brought some cool niggas on. And I was just trying to get a, a 1% of y'all large pie. Y'all blocked that. Y'all didn't want me to have my 1%. I'm a hustler for Marcy, my nigga. What do you think I'm about to do? Mm-hmm. Now let's play ball. He's playing ball. 
So I can't knock him for what he is doing. He's doing exactly what he should be doing. But again, it's hurting everyone else. Like, I'm not saying him directly, mm. but but that streaming competition, it's not healthy. It's not healthy, which is why I've always been I've always been against the the music business. Mm-hmm. This is fans and people who are passionate about music and and what they enjoy. We're we're about to be severely punished by the music business. So yeah. And and this is coming from someone who wants to support the artists that I like by paying them. So, well, that's what I'm going to get on because we were on a car car ride back, right? So we were coming back from West Bubblefuck somewhere. And if you know me, I'm playing I'm playing nothing but R&B in my vehicle. If you have ever been in my vehicle, there's nothing but R&B unless I'm in my rock and roll mood. You very really will, will, will hear rap. I don't know if I've ever heard rap in my car. <laughs> but I say that to say we were coming back from West Bubblefuck. Parks, who is who has like souls of mischief posters <laughs> hanging in his room. That's the type of backpack yeah. hip hopper he is. He can tell you every member and associate of digging of the entire digging in the crates crew. That's uh, who Parks is. Rest in peace to Big L. Was that today or, or yesterday? Um, what is today's his death date? date? I think he's a, it's the 16th today. So well, it was yesterday. we should fact check that. Yeah. So I don't want to ever be wrong about Big L. Um, so you fact check that while I, while I finish this door. Parks, so we're in the car, and I got my fucking verified R&B set. I'm blasting, I'm going. Parks is in the back, and he's not saying, yo, I need to hear that new Kanye, my nigga. But he's saying, yo, I need to hear that new Kanye. He's like, yo, that Kanye available right now on Tidal. Shout out to Tidal. I love Tidal. I'm like, great, nigga. Now, stop making me turn down this fucking Tink song that I love so much. Let me finish listening to that. Nah, we got to hear this, my G. I'm about to, they want $20. Like waiting for the reaction. Then he didn't get it. He said, man, I'm just about to pay that $20. He paid the, oh no. Then he said, oh, this, this is the funny part. He said, oh shit, three stacks is on here? Three, yo, Kanye got three stacks? Title, take my $20. Joe, can I get the aux cord? Now, when you say that to me, to those of you who do not know me, you might as well curse my entire family and wish death on us all. You get the aux cord? Why on earth would I give you the aux cord? But I want to hear the new Kanye, too. Mm-hmm. At this point, it's 5 in the morning, 4 in the morning, or whatever time it is. Um, to those of you who don't know, your ears and your brain, everything functions differently at 5 a.m., um, so you can hear something at 5 a.m., hear that very same thing when you wake up, and it will be a totally different tempo. <laughs> it will just sound totally different. Same thing happened with that BJ Chicago kid that you played me. And then I text you Had two days be. later like, yo, you have to hear this shit. Yeah, that's just it. <laughs> yo, Rory was in my room. I'm blasting resume, BJ the Chicago kid. Rory's like, yo, that shit crazy. And church. So church uh, with our chance to well, rapper. I mean, I had heard church before. I know, but that tells me Rory is informed. Two days later, it's me. Yo, I'm listening to this BJ the Chicago Kid stream. Yo, you gonna love this resume record. Huh? But anyway, I, I gave him a pass. So, Parks plugs up. Now we got Kanye blasting the whole way, right? Intro comes on. It's great music. Then what sounded like another intro came on. It was great music. 
Then what sounded like a third intro came on and it was great music. At that point, I turned around and said to Parks, I ain't gonna front. This nigga better play some fire soon because I need to hear something. And as soon as I said that, Rihanna's voice came on. <laughs> I don't even know what she said. It was like she was speaking in fucking Roman Catholic old verbiage. She said some shit I never even did. She said, we Roman, we are goddesses. I don't know what she said, but Rihanna be sounding like a fucking goddess. I love Rihanna. Navy! I'd play it. I'd play it via title too, but SoundCloud might be beefing with title now, so I'm just chill, gonna leave it alone. Chill, chill, chill. Let's not put, uh, offend our political connects. But you should subscribe to Title right now for right, 19.99. Right. Do you know you can this hear? Man? I'm not gonna do this on my fucking podcast. <laughs> you do that on your podcast. Damn it. <laughs> oh, who who I was in the club the other day, and some DJ. I don't know if he was bigging me up or trying to be funny, but Pump It Up came on, and it wasn't me. It was Jay Z. So now I'm standing in the club getting dissed by Jay Z. I love that. <laughs> you affected my whole life. But anyway, so, 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 I'm doing podcast now. <laughs> no, nigga, I still get busy. Don't do that. Don't do that. Damn it. I see him. See your boyfriend. So listen, he's this nigga. This, Oh, look, look at you. He is funny. He's funny. He's funny. He's funny. Anyway, um, damn, you threw me off now. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> oh, okay, so Rihanna comes on. <laughs> oh, my God, this heavenly angel voice, Rihanna, comes on. And Swiss, who I'm well documented in saying, I don't care what y'all niggas say about Swiss, who Snapple Fact was trying to put me and Cassidy and Dragon in a group together in 94 and 95. And I said, Swiss, my nigga, come on, come on. Oh, come on, come on, come on. But anyway. Um, well, at the time. No. I was <laughs> a bad wh- idea. I was way nicer than them in 94 and 95. I was, wh- 96 it was. I was way nicer well, than Cassidy and fucking Dragon, and I'm way nicer than them today. So why would why would I be doing that? Well, you were way nicer than your other group. I was way nicer than. Uh, I'm not talking about Slaughterhouse. I was way. way nicer than I am today back then. <laughs> but anyway, let me not diss myself and everybody. I else. was going to diss Fab and Paul Kane, and I shouldn't do that. So go ahead. Why would you ever do that? <laughs> I, was saying you, I was saying you were better than your other group. But go ahead. Fab's see, a different animal. See, you always fucking are distasteful. Yeah, Fab's great. Um, I'm complimenting you, you ass. Come on. Oh, me? Okay. Yes, I said you were... Oh, my I God. I appreciate it. So listen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I said you were better than your the group you were in. Okay. Thanks. All right. Appreciate it. Okay. Don't diss me and then double back to compliment me because I'm still on the diss. Friends? How many of us uh, have them? Fuck you. Ones we can depend so on. So Rihanna's heavenly, angelic... Voice comes on, and then Swiss comes on with the hardest beat in the universe. Swiss, who I say would win a beat battle against a lot of people. I agree. Now, y'all might think, because you know you hear the rumblings of, of, of well, in the past of Swiss only makes one beat, all his beats sound the same. He's Casio, he's stealing noises. He's a, so, let me tell you something. In a beat battle, in a beat battle, Swiss wins against a lot of people. And one day, if anybody wants to challenge what I'm saying, because I do it every time somebody challenges uh, what I'm saying, we can go through it. You can pick a producer. You can name a beat. I'm going to name another one. We're going to beat for beat. Swiss wins. Swiss came on with the hardest beat ever. It was amazing, even at 5 in the morning. And then Kanye came on and rapped the bar. And then <laughs> at the end, like, I don't even know what, like, God happened at the end. And all this reggae shit came in. Yeah, she was hard. What the fuck was that? I she hate reggae. I cannot stand reggae unless a bitch with a fat ass is in front of me. I don't want to hear that reggae shit. But this, bro, the, what the, the dong, dong, dong. I don't know what they was that doing. Shit, that shit made you relax your that backside? That was the best. Huh? Shit made you relax your backside? No, I, I, never, re- <laughs> <laughs> I never relax my backside, Rory. All right? I don't want to hear your shit, and I don't have time for it. Fucking dick. Rihanna Navy. How do you deal with this guy? <laughs> 
deal with them. Whatever reggae shit came on at the end of that, when they flipped it, a classic Kanye just flipped it. He's just a fucking genius, this guy. Amazing. Um, so when we heard the rest of the album, long story, less long, we finished the album, and me and Parks, we had to get gas. We walked in to smoke cigarettes. We said, I don't know how I feel about that yet. <laughs> I just don't know how I feel about that Kanye album. So I went to sleep, and I woke up, and I remembered that I heard the Kanye album. And I said, wait a minute. I don't remember the nigga rapping too much. That was my only thought at the time. I hadn't processed the album yet. And I tweeted that. And some of you simpletons who, who have a hard time with comprehension seem to think that that was a shot. No, that's just a fact. There wasn't very much rapping on this album. That don't mean that I don't like the album. I haven't even given you my opinion on the album. It just means it ain't a lot of rapping on the album. It's not. You can't debate it, listen to it, listen to this old album. There ain't that much rapping. I'm a rapper. I know what the fuck rapping is. Right? And I put the album on again. And you were with me, I think. I did. I sent it to you via title. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't via title. <laughs> it was via SendSpace. It was a link. What are you talking about? It was a title. Oh. I put in my debit card yeah, information, yeah, yeah. and I quickly <laughs> arrived to the title To, to the, to, to the SendSpace section of title. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sent it to you. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it, Rory. So then Rory and I listened to the album from front to back again. Twice. And I said, all right, chill. We have to have like a Kanye segment where we just talk about him being godlike on the podcast. Because that's how I felt. That's how I felt. Wasn't very much rapping on this album. So? <laughs> mm-hmm. So what? I don't know if I want to hear a lot of rapping over that beautiful music. <laughs> that was beautiful music. And I saw a few ghostwriting tweets and a few ghost uh, oh, beats. I, I don't think people understand that like Quincy Jones didn't touch instruments. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. a different when you're making this type of music. Yeah, yeah. You have to understand that you are a composer and a producer. Producer mm. and beat maker are two totally different people. I don't think people in hip hop understand that. Part. Well, well, to help you understand, because I was trying to think of some people that were that amazing. It was Kanye. It was Dre. Mm. That's where I, I stopped. That's where I stopped. If you listen to a Dre album, listen to Dre's last album, you can hear Dre. I'm talking about the changes, the producing, the sequence, like so much going on, like a, like an audio movie. Dre did that. Kanye has now done that. How many albums has he put out? Seven? Don't quote me. Oh, well, let's Eight. go through them. College dropout, late registration, graduation, 808s, uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, Yeezy, Yeezus, and this. Am I forgetting something? That's seven. Good music if you count it. I don't. Big Sean, fuck you up trying to take my beard. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was very random. <laughs> But I got a lot of mentions yesterday when he got on when he got on the fucking Grammys looking like fucking dark skinned Jermaine Button. He looked yeah. like my fucking nephew or some shit. And your little fake grown up outfit. Yeah, like <laughs> knock it off, my nigga. You was just. I was fucking... talking about yours, not his. Oh mine. Oh, I was back on him. So let me get back to this and him. <laughs> Yo, so you was just fucking the little twelve year old Ariana girl who keeps the same ponytail for ten years now. So don't Jesus. keep get my face off of your face. I don't want to see. I don't want to see my face. face on Big Sean's <laughs> face ever again. Shout out to good music. Now, with that uh, being said, watch the throne. I count as a Kanye album. 
Or, I'm not going to say the good well, music one, but watch well, we, the tone. We can. We can yeah. because th- that album, to me, was amazing. Mm. Was amazing. So now, Kanye, to you people out there, we on one today. I told you I was going to be on one today. Um, that is now seven, if I'm not counting Watch the Throne, that's seven completely different albums. Seven each time Kanye has released a body of work, you had no idea what was coming. That's unheard of. That is unheard of in hip hop. That's damn near unheard of, period. Mm-hmm. So that needs to be recognized and 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 saluted. No? I 100% agree with you. I've made this argument a thousand times. When everyone's like, I want up the old Kanye uh, college dropout shit. I said, go fucking listen to that album. <laughs> I'd like the next sound. Whatever it is, unless it's Jesus. And I still appreciated I that. Jesus. I appreciated that later on. So now, so now let me tell y'all what I tell what I've said to Rory repeatedly. When, when we heard this shit, the same thing with Jesus, because we were together then too, right? Mm. Mm. I said, I don't know. We were together at some point. Because when did I say this to you? I don't know. Go well, ahead. it doesn't matter. <laughs> I said to Rory that, and this is very true. Kanye is the only artist, the one, the only artist for me that when I listen to his shit and I don't like it, I say, eh, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could be wrong. Well, is Jesus the only time you, you thought that? Nope. Nope. What other it's albums? happened repeatedly. Well, I know a, th- a thousand people that hated 808s when it first came out. And now it's one of their favorite Kanye projects. Jesus, I couldn't appreciate. I didn't understand what the fuck are you doing. Later on, I grew to love half of it. Right when you started wearing sweatpants with shorts. No, yeah, then, you no, know, you gotta, get, you gotta get in the mood. I get it. All right, get your joke off. Get your joke off. <laughs> no, go ahead, so go ahead, way go ahead. before he started, he started shopping at Kiff, oh, and then, then uh, uh, we will not say Kiff. I have a problem with Kiff. Fuck Kiff. Suck my dick, all y'all. So with that, that being was said, a, that was from Joe, not from me. Yes, yeah, from Joe. Suck my dick, Kiff, and everybody that worked there. Okay. So now, with that said, um, no, it wasn't then. What, what were you okay? Okay. This Joe back. I told y'all we was turning up today. <laughs> I feel like we haven't done a podcast in a year. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. So, no, that's not when. But I grew to love half of Yeezus. <clears throat> I didn't love my dark, beautiful, twisted nightmare in my bed, who's sleeping in my window, the way that I eventually did when I first heard it. Mm-hmm. Which was remarkable to me because I normally, when I buy an artist album, I want to hear that artist. I don't want to hear all your fucking friends. Kanye's great. Well, you had his Kanye. friends at their best. Besides Jay. But I love Jay. Uh, look at you. Uh, look at you trying to now send some shots out of you. You fucking with me. You fucking with me. Look at you feeling brave. No, no, fuck no. Fuck title, no. right? No, not fuck title. Oh. I too think Bleak. So you didn't say fuck title. I too think Bleak is one hit away. Oh my God. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Hey, sidebar, Bleak. <laughs> Bleak has a lot of hits. <laughs> Hell yeah. Why no, we've Bleak, had this conversation. Why people were trying to downgrade what, what Bleak has done. Why was Bleak one hit away? He had plenty Mad of hits. hits. You can do a whole Bleak set at the club. A long Bleak set and every girl going to shake their ass, even if they don't know that that's Bleak. Serious. Because yeah. a lot of songs I'm sure they don't know is Bleak. Uh, I don't think Bleak got credit for his That Your Chick. I think a lot of chicks thought that that was Jay-Z's song or Missy's song. Mm. Um, I don't think Bleak got credit for uh, Do My Lady Run This Motherfucker because you might think that's a Jay-Z song. I don't think Bleak got credit. It's a, I could keep going on and on and on. But anyway, 
Or yeah, the Bleak. I don't. One eight hundred hustler record. Hey, I don't think one of the best verse. Hey, Bleak, if you listen, I never thought you'd want to hit away. I loved everything you were doing. Oh shit. Oh, we even. That's how this came up. What was the Bleak record? Uh, the first one. When was that? Uh, Crystal's part, and I was like, remember that, and nobody remembered it. I think I left at that. Myth Bleak is no. It was Myth Bleak is me and you were standing talking talk in the fucking parks. Oh, two different fucking. You, I'm Mif, mixing up my crystal parties. Myth <laughs> Bleak is. I know that a lot of you millennials are not old enough to remember when that record came out, but let me just tell you, when that record came out in Jersey City, oh my god, us dust heads was going nuts. <laughs> Oh my God! With our little Sony radios and our fucking dipped cigarettes, oh my God! How many people got shot at the Memph Bleak is? <laughs> Good old Jersey City. So, and anyway. I also think he has the best verse on One Nine Hundred Hustler, which I know is not a popular opinion. I have to listen to it again. We need to do the. We need to do a list of the records that Jay got cleaned up on. You can do that because I love title. No, and you, I love Jay-Z. You're saying one nine hundred hustler, right? <laughs> Some people say that Freeway got him on. Uh, oh, I'm definitely saying on what we do. Oh, you just said that you didn't. Never, just, just <laughs> no, but a lot. Then the fan came out. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people say that. Yeah, I didn't uh, know that was debatable. I've never tried to debate it. Uh, I don't know, but I just I thought everyone just I've, thought that. I've heard people say that, and I've never thought about it. That's the verse they play at the club. It's not fair because Freeway rapped for a long time and Jay comes on. Well, no one's taking away from the greatest rapper of all time. A lot of people say Jay got cleaned up on uh, Run This Town. Yeah, yeah. Kanye had the better verse. A lot of people say Jay got cleaned up on Monster. Fucking Nicki cleaned up everyone that had said a word on that. And I wouldn't care who said what. Renegade is a mopping. I disagree. I don't think it's a mopping. We've had this debate. We've had this debate, and I'm not saying that because I'm signed to Eminem. I don't even know if I'm still signed to Eminem, but... <laughs> well, go ahead. I didn't hear nothing you just said. I uh, know. But <laughs> he definitely got cleaned up on Renegade. Oh, you throwing up the Rockefeller Diamond. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who is this guy? Who is Rory right now? Um, hey, and some of y'all don't... Some of y'all think because of mine and Jay-Z's history that I don't like Jay-Z. Uh, there's not a bigger Jay-Z fan than me. Like, ever. Ever, ever. But those are the records that people say he got cleaned up on. And if I'm listening to you, and you, to me, are like the voice of the idiots, the young people. Oh, thanks so much. You're 25. You're like fucking 11 years old. Mm. Like, that, that's probably an indication of how people think what I, you're saying. I think... So if that's the case, no, 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 we don't no, even no. need to make a list. I mean, not, no, Nas kind of put it in everyone's head that I'm, M killed him on his own shit. No, 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 no. But no, I don't think he... I think I M was the victor there, but I don't think he cleaned him I up. Didn't, I didn't believe a word that Nas said on Ether <laughs> about Jay-Z. Let me just be clear on that, and I'm one of the people that pick takeover over Ether. I take facts over you telling me that this well, nigga I sucks think dick. Well, I think it was on record that Jay-Z did do Tybo, but I don't think well, he was a hoe. Tybo? <laughs> you said you didn't believe anything Nas said. He called <laughs> him a Tybo hoe. Fucking goodness gracious. <laughs> All right, let's move Where on. were we going before this Memphis Kanye's uh, albums. All right, Kanye's albums. That is like epic, unheard of. If you take, you know who's who's on their way to doing it? Kendrick. Yeah. Ken, Kendrick. He is two for two classic, like amazing, just pieces and bodies of work. Now, I will say this just because I'm a conspiracy theorist and I like to debate shit. Oh, man, I don't know if we need to get this turned up. Give me a minute. Talk, let me think. 
<laughs> no. Uh, you can go to title.com right now. If you ever just for nineteen ninety nine. Don't let me take your mic. Hey, this is why Marissa needs to be here for moments like this when we're just gonna get ourselves in trouble. Uh, hey, if you ever yeah, right? I if, got mad editing to hey, do. No, we edited shit. If you ever seen the meme, right? The picture of uh, homeboy from Hangover with the uh, beard and he's standing in front of the shit, looking at all the fucking floating numbers and shit. That's yeah, what yeah, I gotta yeah. do right now. I gotta assess life to see if this is important enough. Is the risk worth the reward for what I am about to say? So, Rory, go ahead to your title commercial <laughs> and give me two seconds. Okay, you can go to title.com slash purchase. Put in your credit card information for All right, I figured out how we're going to say it. And you can get exclusive Thanks, Rory, I'm back. streaming uh, Rory, rights. Rory, I'm back. Thanks a lot. So, I figured out how I'm going to say it. Kendrick is on his way to that. Two amazing, different bodies of work. Like, classic, just, just greatness, greatness, greatness. Now... Biggie, right? Oh, man. The Notorious B.I.G.? I love Big, but I don't know how much credit Big is to get for his two amazing albums because Puff was there. Okay. I have never heard... I I have never... Even in Big's... Even with Biggie's untimely demise, I've never heard a bad Puff album. I've never heard any album that he had anything to do with be bad. They have all been very cohesive. They have all had hits. He Craig Matt gave us a hit. Total the three ugly bitches from wherever they was from gave us a hit. Jeez. I was fucking 14, 15 years old and they weren't attractive to me. <laughs> Mind you, I didn't know where to put my dick if they was in front of me, but still, they had hits. 112. Now, this is where I come in. 112, whose catalog is amazing with hits. Mm-hmm. I was in Def Jam when 112 went to Def Jam. And I was in that, well, I wasn't in the room, but my ear was to the door. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you know Petty Me, my ear was in the vicinity when Puff was telling Kevin Lowes and them, y'all niggas think that y'all just going to take my creation and they just going to pop? No, these is four corny niggas from wherever they from. So you wanted them, you got them. Y'all don't want me to have nothing to do with this. Watch how it turns out. And I watched how it turned out. Can anybody tell me what those singles were from the 112 album on Def Jam? G-Dep gave us hits. And an amazing album. Shout out to Ghetto. Very underrated. Go get it if you haven't heard it. Hell yeah. Black Rob gave us hits. My point is... Loon too. Oh my God. Love Loon. Mario Wines. Anybody Puff has affiliated himself with in the Dirty, uh, Dirty Money. Their album. Love it. Phenomenal. Day 26. I love it. Great album. So my point is... Dan Lee Kane. But I'm not trolling. No. Their album's good too. Yeah. Uh, that was my song, that fucking first single. Oh, the, the band Damaged. <laughs> I used to be in the club, and Damage would come on, and I would be looking at all these bitches sing the words to Damage, and I'd be like, I'm not talking to you. You feeling that song way too much. You got mad issues going on with you. But my point is, because I'm too long on this, when you yeah. have people that are great at executive producing and producing and just putting shit together, I don't know how much I credit Biggie with life after death and ready to die. I don't know. I, you know, I know we hear stories about there were records that he didn't want to do. We heard those stories. Mm. He didn't want to do Juicy. He didn't want to do Hypnotize. If you're old enough, you remember all these stories, so I don't know what to credit him with. Now, Kendrick, he's done it twice. I don't, because I know that Dre is so amazing as well, 
I would just love to know. I would love to see it. I would love to see it come to fruition is what mm-hmm. I mean. Well, Kendrick is good at picking producers for, for himself, not going after the hot guy. I mean, not to take away from Terrace Morton. And I'm not taking away from... Because Terrace Morton put his foot in the ass that, but uh, I, to Pimple Butterfly. But I don't want the idiots to confuse what I'm saying. I'm not taking away from anything that Kendrick has done. Kendrick is amazing and one of the... Hip-hop is in good hands with him. I just... I respect Dre and those guys so much. So my point is Kanye is on that level. Kanye is on that level. So this album to me, I don't know I don't know where you would rank it amongst his albums. I'm not even bothering yeah, to do that. I, this I'm album is not even a week old. I've played it numerous times. It's up there for me. I, I like it a mm. lot. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I think Kanye is to be recognized for doing something that nobody else can do. Drake, who is at the top of hip-hop, right? We, that's a safe safe to say? I would say Who's so. Who's at the top of hip-hop? Kendrick, Drake, J. Cole, right? Yeah. Kanye. Kanye. Well, Kanye. <laughs> no, I think Kanye has put himself in a... Uh, he's like different. Mm-hmm. Remember how Jay was different, M was different. There were people that were different. People I that see what you're saying. I when y'all talk saying. about the best rappers, don't mention these niggas. That's just by default. They there. Pog, big, you know. So Kanye, I don't think, is in that class. And like he said, I'm the best of two generations. That's why it's different. Yeah, He's been around, and he's still kind of the best. So I don't put him there. So you would say Cole, Kendrick, Drake. Those would be the big three, I would say. Hmm. We haven't seen Drake do anything like this. No, but I, I don't want to see him do that. I like the lane he's in, and I like the lane Kendrick is in. I don't think they need to no, 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 be no, no, compared. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. So let me rephrase. Let me rephrase so you get what I'm saying. I'm talking about full-length albums that are just hands down better than everything else at what they do. I'm not saying Drake should change what he does. Yeah, I would say Drake has that with his sound because we've seen that sound get copied a lot and nothing has reached Take Care or So Far Gone with the sound that he has created. And I'm not saying where he got the sound from. I'm saying... Who has done Drake's sound better than Drake? Nobody will ever do Drake's sound better than Drake. Nobody will ever talk about selling drugs better than Jay-Z or Push. Nobody will... Like, there's certain things that people just are masters at. Nobody is doing Drake's sound better than Drake, and Drake is responsible for an entire subgenre of music. Let me let me say that. However, if you ask any Drake fan, myself being one of them, what is Drake's classic album, we have to pause. Yeah, I agree. We're all going to say Take Care because Take Care is Drake's best album, hands down. That album is amazing. But... That album is not spoken upon in the same breath as To Pimp a Butterfly and Good Kid um, Mad City. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I just think it's it's different lanes. If we ask anybody what Cole's classic album is, what do they oh, say? Well, I'm I'm but not putting the, Cole in the Kendrick Drake so now, era. But well, that, no, I mean wait, he's huh? right there. I'm not, I'm, era was the wrong word. I mean in that three. I think Kendrick and Drake are. Just a little bit above J. Cole. Be clear to all you fucking idiots that will tweet me tomorrow. All of these people are amazing. Every last one of them are changing music. But this is a podcast, so we have to provide content. So I'm asking you a bunch of shit that I personally really don't give a fuck about. <laughs> yeah, that was well said. All right. Yeah. But I'll, yeah, I'll, my, I'll, I'll my, take your yeah, phrasing yeah, there. Yeah, thanks. That, <laughs> that means, goes for both I'm, of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worry too, worry too. But my point is, if these are the people that are at the top of the game, you know, the classics, the classics mm. is all. It's all I mean. And Kendrick has given us two. 
Yeah. These I, guys are fucking great. These guys are great. I'm like I'm I'm envious of the, these men. But I, these just, men are like I listen to my kids talk about these people. And I'm so glad that like my like like hip that the kids, the 14, 15 year old kids have the Drakes, Kendricks, Coles, Kanye's, like yeah, yeah. those people instead of uh fucking uh crisscross kid and play. <laughs> Um, I could go on and on. I, hey, I like Chris Cross. Me too. Um, I cut I cut school at fucking I uh IS fifty nine in Queens to go to the Ave to buy Chris Cross Jump, the single black cassette tape, and Tim Dog Fuck Compton, black single cassette tape, ninety nine cent at the same time. Were your pants on backwards? I was done. No way, no way, but I was wearing cross colors. <laughs> and <laughs> were you born? So why are you talking to me? Were you born Excuse when I was in sixth grade? No. So now let me tell you about what the world was doing. I, I like was, my, you're like I my was fucking kid. Actually, but no, go ahead. What year were you born? Ninety. Were you important? <laughs> <laughs> what are you changing? Uh, uh, could you walk? <laughs> could you, I, could you have any money? You I have was a, a very early walker. Motherfucker. <laughs> Were you dressing yourself? I used to have play clothes back then. Don't talk to no real nigga while telling you about the world back then. <laughs> about Chris Cross. <laughs> and Tim Dog Fuck Compton. Because know, that was that. very big in hip hop. Don't mm-hmm. downplay it. Because I can tell. But then I'll turn into the old dinosaur hip hop yeah, yeah. guy. But... Uh, yeah. Back to what we were just talking so we can wrap this up. Uh, for conversational purposes, I'm going to say you can't really put Kendrick and Drake in that, not comparison, but conversation, because I don't want to hear To Pimp a Butterfly from Drake. That's not his lane to me. But that type of content and that type of music can be an instant classic, because it's just much deeper than anything I think Drake it's, does. Even though I'm not saying Drake can't do that, because he's done conscious shit. It's also much easier to fuck up, though. Oh, hell yeah. That's I'm not why. taking away from Kendrick. It's I just so think that fuck it up. I just think we want that from Kendrick's mind before we want it from Drake. So it's kind of tough to yeah, but to say that. Yeah, but you shouldn't include that in this conversation because that's not what nobody has said that we want that from Drake. Mm-hmm. I don't. And let me tell you something. Drake came on my fucking speakers, kicking some knowledge. Man, listen. No, nah, I don't want to hear. <laughs> I need to hear about the hoes you love. Yeah. And their at names, but but I'm say- <laughs> I'm saying it's a little easier to make a timeless album about the content that Kendrick talks about more than typically what Drake talks about, and this is coming from someone who likes Drake better than Kendrick. You seem confused. Who will you sign with if they were to beef? Oh, you agree with me? Yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> and this, this was before yeah, the yeah, Nami yeah, situation. Yes, so let's not talk about that. We ain't, I've got myself in enough trouble in this podcast. <laughs> I came back with a vengeance. Hey, whatever. I'm back. Uh, yeah, we're not gonna talk about who we think would win there. All right, let's move on from this because you wanted to talk about uh, old girl, hot ninety seven. We can edit this if you don't no longer oh, want to. Oh my goodness! Gracious. But let's be quick because we. I'm sure we're at like an hour and a half. So. I knew I knew that this would be a long podcast because there was a lot of content. If the listeners do not want to hear it, they can splice it up. This could be a two-part series, whatever <laughs> you fuck you want to do. Um, when does that OJ show come on? Tonight. That's why I want to get home. Oh, my God. <laughs> what time? 10 o'clock. Yeah, we got time. All right, all right. All right. Yeah, that show is pretty good, even though I lived that shit. Uh, uh, so. I had a bad joke. Nessa. I had a really bad joke there. <laughs> Nessa, baby, 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 baby. Nessa, Nessa, Nessa. Can you give some backstory? I'm sitting in my living room today kissing my dogs in the mouth. 
Sports Center comes on television. I see Stephen A. Smith. I see Ryan Clark. I see motherfucker Skip Bayless. And I see the new girl who they got to replace Carrie Champion. I don't know, know your name, baby. I'm sorry that I can't address you as such. I see them and they start talking about uh, Nessa from Hot 97. Mm-hmm. And I get, I'm immediately confused and I'm saying, why am I hearing about Nessa on first, on first take <laughs> while I'm kissing my dog? I, st- I immediately stopped tongue kissing my dogs. I look up on the TV, and I'm I, I'm just waiting to hear what Ryan Clark and Stephen A. Two people who I love to hear their opinion. I love to hear what they have to say. So they start talking about how how Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. is now dating Nessa, who is the ex girlfriend of. Alden Smith, who was on the 49ers. I mean, it's still on, still on the 49ers. I thought, I thought they, he was a former. Oh, he might be a former now. I no longer think he's a part of that Yeah, team. but he was. So <laughs> we're going to just say that he was there. They, they were teammates. Let's yes, not shoot, yes, yes, yes. Let's yes, not yes. shoot her bail that way just yet. Somebody has to be a feminist on the podcast. Well, that person is not <laughs> present here. So I'm right here. I said to myself, well, we knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, we bit, real niggas been knew that Nessa was fucking homeboy and that they were teammates and that the reason that the 49ers are no longer important is because of Nessa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nessa broke up the 49ers. Now, that's not news. Bitches all day long fuck teammates. That's not news at all. There's nothing shocking. Damn. First first city high breaks up, and every day I wake up. Oh, man, word, for real. Because she broke up that group, too. Oh, my God. <sighs> I used to love city high. Why did she fuck both them niggas? Like, I, 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 I want to I hear from women. I don't understand the psychology behind it. That girl was in a group with two niggas, and neither one of them was cute. How you end up fucking you fu- had and a baby is beautiful a, still. Yeah, and, and niggas loved <laughs> you. Niggas had posters of you on the wall. Not me, but I seen niggas do it. Um I'm certainly guilty. She of that. had a baby with one and mm-hmm. fucked the other one. There was a whole show about this shit. I seen it. Seen <laughs> with a T. And that was a good fucking show. Oh, I love a good host. Wait, wasn't it old boy from uh Sister Act 2? Yes. <laughs> Who bodied the fucking shit? What was the song he bodied in Sister Act 2 for the young kids? Oh, uh... Yeah, yeah. Huh? Oh, happy day. Oh, happy... And he started out real slow with the choir. When Jesus was... Rory, they don't even sing this type of shit in your church. Like, like what do white people sing in their church? No, we just... We stand up, and then we sit back down. And then we stand up. Then we sit back down. Black people, do you go in the black church? All right, so we can all talk No, I listen to the Kanye album. I know what's going on. Which is a gospel album. It is a gospel album. You real. But listen, so... Poor City High. Shout out to City High, man. Oh, happy. <laughs> and then that nigga got to the end. If you seen Sister Act 2, you couldn't feel you. If you didn't feel that in your veins, yo, if you can't, if you ain't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. <laughs> Not really. So anyway, so Claudette fucking broke up one of my favorite childhood groups. Was I a child then? I'm so old. No, no it was, was my childhood. I was mad growing up. Well, you're still in your childhood. <laughs> so, um, Nessa. Ooh. Nessa. Nessa, why did you do that? I'm dying to know. So now this is why this is a, a, important for me. And all of this stuff is Googleable. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want... I saw my man Maul today, Maul whatever. If I don't remember his Twitter name. But that's my guy. 
um, when the Sports Center ran the Nessa story, he was like, damn, I see all these niggas talking about the fucking Nessa shit like it's news. And then I chimed in, because I'm Petty Murphy. And I said, well, baby, we got to keep the secret until it ain't a secret. So now that it's on my fucking screen while I'm kissing my dogs, this is why this is disturbing to me. Number one, I need to hear from women. I need to know from women the thought process from A to Z. When you fuck nigga A, who's real close or works with or is often at times in the proximity of nigga B. That's one. Now, now in some instances, I understand that that happens. It's a small world. Uh, niggas don't want you. Other niggas show you some attention. You, you, got, you know, you, you're lusty. You, I, I get it. I get it. But in most cases, it just be spiteful women. It just be spiteful women who are hurt and hurt people hurt people. So now I don't know anything about the next situation. All I know is this, and this is Googleable. Her and that kid, Alden Smith, mm-hmm. was together for a long time. Like six, seven years, long time. Mm-hmm. That's long enough to be off limp. Like, there are unwritten rules once you pass five years. I know me, me and an ex of mine, we wouldn't even, because when you with somebody for that long, you just know everything about them, we wouldn't even go to the places that the other person frequented after the breakup, just out of respect. Like, mm. there's certain shit you don't do after a breakup, right? Now, this is why it's funny to me. And I, shout out, hot Hot seven! I might as well start doing that every time about the shit on somebody. That might be my new thing. That's the cue? That's when they know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the gunshots like, on Verified? Or like when you be like, I don't mean no disrespect, Yeah, but. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my new, yo, no disrespect, yeah. but might be. <laughs> yo, that's her! <laughs> so this is my issue. Hot 97 for quite some, you know, I grew up with Hot 97 being the number one best radio station in the universe. As of late... They've had their transgressions. Mm-hmm. They're moving and shaking and bringing different people in and just doing some different things. Nessa was one of those people. So they bring Nessa in under a tight spot. She's there to a- replace. About a year ago to around this week. She's there to replace a radio legend and a radio icon. Angie Martinez. She's there to replace somebody, a good friend of mine. But what I'm saying has no bearing on Angie and mine's friendship. We didn't just, Angie just knew how to move in New York, is, is my point. You may have heard one, two, or three things about Angie in 40 years, right? Mm-hmm. So you're in, in a tight, you're in a tight spot, the pressure's on, and we're looking at you. I had the chance to interview with Nessa when she was wherever the fuck she was in the base somewhere. She was a real sweet girl. She was with homeboy. So when she came up here, I was the first nigga to come up there and bring her a motherfucking care package. Here's some oodles and noodles. Here's some motherfucking candles. We went to Target. Yeah, yeah. Here, here. Welcome. You have great responsibility in New York. I think she was aware of that. In speaking to her, I could be wrong. She was a very bright girl. Very bright girl. And if I thought she wasn't bright, and this is why I'm I'm confused about women. If I thought that she wasn't bright and just really didn't know too much about men, all I got to do is turn on TV and look at Girl Code, and she's in the know. Mm. They talk about hood shit, guys, girls, relationships, what you do, what you don't do. That's what that show, that's the entire premise of Girl Code and Guy Code, right? Yes, she's on that show a lot, right? She spoke to me a lot about morals. She spoke to me a lot about self-respect, all of the shit that women speak to niggas about 
what they when they want you to think that they have all of this stuff. And I'm not saying Nessa does not. But one day, I would like her or Ebro or Marissa or Diani or what's my uh, or enough or what's the homegirl's name with the uh, Spanish girl with the nice tits? I don't know. Yes, you do. But <laughs> come on, you know the girl's name. <laughs> what's the girl's uh, name? Now, nobody in the morning show. Uh, come on. Laura Styles. Thank you very much. Come on. That's my baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> I love Oh, <laughs> no, don't diss Laura. No, I love Laura. I love no, Laura. No, I would never diss Laura. I'm not diss. Ebro is my guy. All of these people that I'm naming, I'm cool with, which is why this is important to me. At some point, Hot 97 has to do something to re, re- to renovate. This is bad. This don't get new. When they were dragging her on Twitter, I was like, all right, whatever. No. When that shit was on first take. No, no, no. <laughs> this is bad. A problem. This is bad. And I say that because when I spoke to Nessa, and this is why this is important to me, and I sound like and I sound like there's some extra shit in here. This is why it sounds like it's some extra shit. When I spoke to Nessa, she dragged rappers. Mm. I'ma always have a problem with women that think they know men they don't know. Always. That's just who I am. So women who have who follow stereotypes, stigmas, and preconceived notions, y'all women, y'all know you probably shouldn't. Well, the the word on the street is you should not fuck with a rapper. A rapper is a piece of shit and will ruin your life. Nessa followed all those guidelines, right? And this is where my confusion comes in. Mm. You seem perplexed. At what point do we hold Colin Kaepernick responsible for this as well? Since I'm the feminist of this group today. Oh, okay. It's a different perspective. Yeah. Hold him responsible for what? Getting some pussy? He is dating her. We are past the getting pussy part. He is publicly on Valentine's Day with her doing charity work. That's so, I really want to date this woman shit. No, Being in the no, club no, no, and doing no, charity wait. work. No, that just says she's his cutest bitch. <laughs> I mean, listen. Quarterbacks John. don't move that way. Hey, check this out. Wide receivers move that way. Quarterbacks <laughs> hey, don't move that way. Hey, 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 hey Colin, baby. Colin! <laughs> That's my frat brother. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> we know a few of the same people, baby. <laughs> hey. Hey, Colin. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to give another perspective. Well, I, we're, we're, I wasn't done shouting out Colin. All right. He's hey, my frat hey, brother. Go hey, ahead. Colin. That's my guy. I see you in the streets, baby. I know. Hey, 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 hey. Real niggas know how you're moving, baby. Yo, so Salute. why does he get applauded for fucking mad hoes? And then when she go out, she go. <laughs> huh? Answer me that, Joe. But now, wait now. If I was a 49ers fan, I wouldn't be applauding him neither because uh, his play has sucked since he's been fucking, uh, since, he, since he's uh, been that's somebody had that fire. popular is what I will say. I just don't understand how someone who follows the guidelines of, of killing rappers can fuck teammates and get away with it. Were they friends? I don't know. I think there's some variables here. I don't think we should just throw her under the bus. That bitch is getting under this bus. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that bus... I'm backing up already. <laughs> oh I'm already in reverse. I done went forward. Like, what are you talking about? I, I took offense. I take offense. When you throw stones, you better get that fucking Windex out and make sure it ain't a streak on that fucking glass house. I just do not understand it. And I'm not saying she's old. 
I would never say that. I don't know her to say that about her. I don't, I don't think you're I, I, her. Yeah, I'm not saying. I, yeah, but people are dumb now, so I got to be very careful with my words. Even though I'm one of the better people that I know with words, <laughs> I don't want anyone to misunderstand what I'm saying. All I'm saying is what what applies to Nessa, and I'm gonna get off this because Hot 97, they my niggas over there, and eventually I'm gonna see Nessa and have this conversation with her. But mm. how does that apply when you say that? <laughs> when you say that? When you say, "Un boy, I take offense to that boy," it hurts my pierced my soul. When you start talking about rappers that you don't know, as if you know them, tells me you might have a little bit of baggage, but that's fine. Colin Kaepernick ain't the nigga I'm expecting to, to, to hear on the TV with the, on the news. I'm not expecting to hear, hey, this woman who thinks everyone in this profession behaves this way is shacking up with Colin Kaepernick. Oh, who happens to be the teammate of the nigga that you was in love with. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I'm calling you up here. Yep, 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 yep. Now you got shit to answer for. The same way when all of my shit gets dragged around, all these little motherfucking radio people, they go up there and they say whatever they got to say. Same way Ebro, all y'all niggas do that. Yep, when y'all, it's y'all turn, and it's y'all turn now, baby. You tell baby, girl, you tell baby, him. hey, baby, ba- hey, don't sass me, gas me. <laughs> hey, baby, Ebro, ba- Ebro! Ebro! Ebro was probably one dirty Mac in the Nessa. <laughs> The rappers, if we're being real, <laughs> you're blaming this Nessa. Is why we need Marissa. Marissa, don't leave me Ebro, and Rory to our own devices. And Ebro, I love Ebro, but he know he be turning back. <laughs> well, I, well, first of all, me and Ebro have a very extensive history. He know I love him too. But hey, when a, when a player fuck up. They be the first niggas on the radio. They they so ill, they drag you and call you to talk about it. <laughs> I've been in my bed sleep at 6 a.m., 7 a.m. with my phone blown saying, Joe, call us up. No, nigga. We want to shit on you. Yeah, I'm asleep, you bastard. So. To wrap this up. To wrap it up, I would like to interview anyone from Hot 97. Any one of you. Anybody, so y'all could explain to me the psychology behind Homegirl. I'm interested too. The same way y'all all explained or came to bat for Mr. C. I would like to hear it here. Mm-hmm. I want to hear it. Interesting. No, it's true. There was I, one, I have an idea. There of was what one what happened. There was one big united front, and I respected that. Because even whatever Mr. C's shit was that he was into, I respect niggas sticking up for niggas they oh, love, I that was right or wrong. I thought Ebro played that person. That's honorable to me. I want to see you do it now. That's it. <laughs> uh, I think I know what happened. What's old boy's name that she was dating first? My memory's bad. All right. So Alden. She, so she's with Alden. She sees Colin on the field. He takes his helmet off. Throwing mad interceptions. He takes his helmet off. <laughs> throwing mad darts to the other team. She's like, damn, Zaddy is throwing that ball to she, Odell and them. <laughs> he is Od- really Odell zip. would not intercept a pass from Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, hey. If anyone can do it. <laughs> Yo, that was the setup for one of my more amazing Odell jokes that I will not I, say. I know what you were gonna say, and I tried to save you <laughs> from doing it. <laughs> For those that are completely lost, there's a pitch and catch hey, joke there that hey, no one knows. Hey, hey, and I'm not going to say it because I don't like what niggas are doing. 
I don't like niggas doing that shit. Anyways, you answer my fucking story. Oh, my bad. He takes his fucking helmet he, off. So he was throwing the ball to fucking Gronkowski. Takes. <laughs> says, Zaddy, Zaddy, you are really giving it to the Patriots. <laughs> so she sees old boy on the fucking sidelines. He takes off his helmet, sees an amazing beard and amazing skin, and thinks, I wonder what razor I'm he gonna uses. I'm going to piss my ex off. I got a way to get back at that motherfucker. And, I, and you have to think, they're in San Francisco by Silicon Valley. San Francisco tree. What commercial was that? Where there's a product oh, come that's on, really good for your skin oh, and your beard. Give me the fucking computer, Roy. Bevel's great. <laughs> Bevel's amazing. Why is your beard do, looking do you all know, extra fucking fluff today? I got to well, hit it with Bevel. All right, first, <laughs> this is a great podcast. This might be one of my favorite podcasts, yeah. even though I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. But what have I ever given a fuck about getting in a lot of trouble? I don't give a fuck. Hey, let me just say that. Wait, Bevel, <laughs> the first and only shaving system for men with coarse, curly hair, and sensitive skin. And taking their teammates' girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Clinically proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps, discoloration, irritation, and your teammates stealing your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason nine out of ten team, team bevel customers <laughs> come back month after month. Up to 80% of black quarterback, black men and women struggle with razor bumps. And up to 30% of all men and women encounter razor bumps as well. Multi-blade razors only cause more irritation and razor bumps, while hair removal creams are messy and can leave uh, burns. Know what else leave burn? <laughs> Damn, that would have been... Can we queue up Usher Let It Burn? Can we play that at the end of this? Because that's got to fucking burn. All right, uh, the bevel razor uses a single blade, cuts above the skin, not beneath, so you can avoid painful ingrown hairs. Um, come on, where's my shit? Oh, there we go. Uh, start shaving smarter today at getbevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. For 20% off your first month's membership, enter the promo, co- promo code... What's the promo code? Joe, Joe, right? How do I always forget my name? Enter the promo... Promo code Joe at checkout. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. And yeah. I like it. You might even get more off if you use the other promo code of... That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat mother. <laughs> Yo, Pac is the Jesus greatest Christ. for starting a diss record that way, by the way. I agree. All right, uh, so this is a new segment that we're going to add in. Uh, I was at Irving Plaza on Friday. So I run into this gentleman uh, who was on the Juan Epstein podcast by the name of Billy June. I have never met this gentleman, but I listen to the Juan Epstein podcast and I hear his name all the time. He listens to our podcast and said to me, are you guys doing that virginity thing next week? And I said, yeah, we're going to start that segment. He says, I have an amazing virginity story. And I said, we'll come on the podcast. And now he is going to introduce our new segment where we have our guests tell us how they lost their virginity. I'm in. <laughs> Introduce yourself. What's up, guys? Billy June. Tell us about yourself, Billy. I work for Love and Hip Hop, and I do used to work at Hot 97. Do you have any Joe Love and Hip Hop behind the scenes stories? I do. No, you don't. Don't lie. <laughs> no, you don't. You have don't no let behind, him intimidate you, Billy. You have you, no Billy. behind the scenes stories about Joe because Joe Uh-oh. was too real of a nigga. So no, let's not mislead <laughs> the people like Uh-oh. that. Okay. Or, don't you know, let him intimidate or, you. Or you. Talk your shit. You, no, no, but that implies that tone in his voice says that he knows some fucking dirt. No, don't, uh, what it wasn't like that. What it be wasn't clear, like that. Be clear then with the people then. Okay. Oh, you leave this. It was funny. It alone, man. It was funny. All right. I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's my man. Pound. 
<laughs> on my first day working on Love oh, and Hip Hop. Oh, wait, we're telling the story? Yeah, we, yeah, just yeah, you... we are. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. On my first day working at Love and Hip Hop, we were at Joe's house. <laughs> they were like, hey, you, you're new. Go move this like 50 pound painting and replace it with another one. Is that your job? At that moment, it was. This was like two years ago. Man, fucking Joker movies on fucking painting. Go ahead. No, like we had to move it. And they were like, just do it by yourself. And I'm like, I'm 125 pounds. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I was like, can someone help me? And as I was about to pick it up, before I called for somebody, Joe said, don't. Oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm a little nervous. Oh, don't be. You've been on the Juan Epstein podcast all the time. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm always nervous. Um, oh, I never noticed. He just said, now I'm noticing. Hey, don't scratch my walls. And I was just like, can someone come and help me right now? Because I was a little nervous. First day at work. Is that the story? Sorry. You yeah. tell a really poor story. Sorry. Well, I'm hoping the virginity one is different. Because the way he sold it to me at a There was closet. no suspense in that story. I wasn't even at the edge of my seat or anything. Deadpool was really good, surprisingly, by the way. I didn't think Deadpool would be that good of a movie. Um, Sidebar. Sorry. Oh, okay. No, I thought that would be a really good story. Uh, it was bad. So Deadpool was the opposite yeah. of that. <laughs> Your story sucked too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and on the podcast, yeah. I mean, on the live podcast, yeah, that was horrible. Thanks, Johnny. Shut up. Johnny! <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right. So background on Juan Epstein, they tend to uh, poke fun at you about not being able to lose your virginity. Is yeah, that correct? I lost it very late in life. When did you lose your virginity? When I was 25. You are now how old? 28. 28. Okay, so three years ago. Yeah. A little bit of time. Yeah. Why do you think it took you that long? Uh, nervousness. I, nervousness. <laughs> I'm I'm not good with girls. Okay. Shocker. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's yeah, don't let you. Okay. Fuck, fuck I'm you. just serious. Um. <laughs> all right. So it took takes you 25 years. Can you paint the picture of the night where you met this woman? Yes. And what happened? Uh, we were at a coworker's birthday. Okay. We were supposed love to, and hip hop. Yeah. Okay. We were supposed to go to another. Can we find bar. out whose birthday it was. Someone in the accounting department. Oh, so not no, no, not no yeah. one that people would. Know. Oh no, 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 no one. People All right, would got know. it, got it. And person on your check. Yeah, exactly. Wait, um, they were paying. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were going to another bar to meet up. This girl lived two blocks away and said, "Oh, come to my place first. I love when the hoes initiated. It is. It was. Wait, and, was there any conversation prior to this though? Like, were you guys talking no, at the party? Just she just said, "Come to my crew." No, I was. We were with a group. We were going to go. My friends from home came in, and they were like, oh, we'll drive over there. Mm-hmm. Let's say we could fit one more person. She was like, oh, I live two blocks away. Let's come to my place first, and then we'll meet them. All right. So we're there. We're in the car, and she was, like, rubbing my leg a little. I'm like, I don't hey. even know you. Hey. Also, she's, like, this quiet, shy little girl who never even spoke to me before. Well, you probably didn't speak to her very often either. No, I did. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm a, lot, I'm a lot more... Upbeat. I'm just really nervous right now. Okay. Why you were, you were upbeat in Irving Plaza? Well, that's why I was. A big, that's why I'm why? confused now. Yeah. Why? Because we had a great conversation right in Irving Plaza. Because I was really drunk at Irving Plaza. Well. Well, why? Why? Also, when you're not drunk, you're normally nervous. Uh, it depends on who I'm around. You're around. None of us matter in the grand scheme of your life. I don't know. Whenever I have like a microphone or a camera in my face, I get a little nervous. Yet you seem to keep <laughs> ending back up in front. All right. So I, know, I know. We won't, I know. We won't. I won't. I know. I know. I know. My fucking stupid logic. Um, anyway. Yeah. So. So she's rubbing on your leg like yeah. a real bitch. Oh. And we we're walking to her apartment, and my friends go, "This is gonna happen tonight. We're leaving you here." And I was like, "I didn't live in the city at the time." Did so they leave you with any advice? Nothing. They just said. Go with it. Okay. They real. Yeah. So we're at Are you room. intoxicated? 
Yeah, I'm really drunk. Oh, okay. yeah, it's on now. <laughs> so we go to the her apartment. We have like a beer. We go to the bar. No one shows up. He's got a bar in her apartment? No, they no, went to the, that we went to the bar. Oh, okay. <clears throat> no one showed up. They took the wrong train. Hey. I go to the bathroom and come back. My friends are gone. So I'm like, oh. Dope. I'm like, okay. My friends are gone. What do you want to do? She was like, let's go back to my apartment. Fuck. So at this point, I'm like, <laughs> at this point, I'm really drunk, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, like, I'm this not about- sure if that's the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I'm- pretty late. Just, I'm going to make sure you walk in and get home, get home safe, and I'm going to head out, man. I've got to wake up pretty early, babe. No? There was no going home that night. I didn't live in the city at this time. Real night. nigga. Where did you live? Westchester. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's close enough for your ass. Yeah, but you can still you can still lie we were in, and be like, eh, yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. stay with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we got to her apartment. I went to the bathroom. I'm like, holy shit, this is about to happen. Did I did the same thing yeah. when I lost did you, my Did you look at yourself in the mirror when you said that? No. I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gave myself You're another part talk. of the segment. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we'll do you another time. Pause. Uh, go ahead. So I walk into her bedroom. She's naked. I'm like, oh, shit. She goes, so are you just going to keep staring at my vag and my tits, or are you going to fuck me? And I was like, oh, fuck. And you nutted right there. That fucking hang great. She couldn't, be, <laughs> she, she couldn't even be sensitive to the situation. So Jesus, women. So my nervous, drunken self goes, can I be honest with you? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> he real? Yeah, I'm real. Was she attractive? What did her naked body look like? She had a good body. I don't know. She had. She was like. Was she tiny. prepared for this, or was there a no, large no, bush oh, waiting oh, there? Oh, oh no, she was prepared. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and she went, "What do you mean?" And I went, "I don't know what I'm doing." And she went, "Oh, you're a virgin. All right, let's fucking do this then." So she like, got uh-huh. more turned on to yeah. the fact that you were yeah. a virgin. Yo, I am now a virgin too. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wait, that's working out here? Apparently so. Yeah. Wait a yeah. fucking minute. You told the girl that you was a virgin and she said, all yep. right, yep. let's yep. do this. Fresh. Yep. I'm telling you, women are heathens. They are. <laughs> they say that we're the heathens. It's really them. Great. All right. So this is a great story right. so far, right. by the way. You're doing a fantastic job. No, you are job. doing great. Much yeah. better than that fuck-ass story that you told yeah. before this We can story. edit that part. <laughs> no, no, yeah, leave it. You can right. take it out. I don't care. No, no, no. Whoa. Oh. All right. I don't know. <laughs> Just go ahead. Okay. Um, so I put the condom on. Wait. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait a what? minute. Wait. 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 Take this guy, Mike. Take this guy. Okay. <laughs> hey, what did he do? He oh, put the condom on. Fucking what? Go ahead. Oh, thanks. Okay. Um, condom on. And like, is this for backstory? Fuck. This this podcast isn't a, a big condom place. We don't even know what, what is <laughs> well, that. I keep hearing that well, they the stuff, exist. Uh, it's the stuff you put on well, uh, hamburgers and hot dogs. It changes pretty quickly. We wonder why they talk about ketchup and mustard and shit during sex stories. Yeah. <laughs> like, who wants to talk about kinky shit? <laughs> All right, so yeah. That, that joke works. It, right, change, it changed really quickly, though. All right, so you put a condom on. Yeah. At that point, now this, it may sound like I'm being funny, but I am not. Because when I was a virgin, I had no idea how to put a condom on, how to take it off, how to open it smoothly, how to undo a bra. <laughs> I did a lot of things real awkward as a virgin. I'm sure you did too. So did was that an issue at all? Uh, a little bit. A little difficult. Because they don't really show that part in the pornos. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's kind of a dick because she made him feel comfortable with the, yeah, let's do this. And didn't even help him out. See, now the bitch I lost my shit with, she put that shit on with her. She opened that shit with her mouth and rolled it on with her mouth. Shivanti Chester! <laughs> uh, Twitter, can you find her so we can get her oh, on this please. podcast? No, because she wasn't the best of lookers then. 
<laughs> so I can imagine what 20 years has done to her. <laughs> oh, go ahead. So. And she fucked a 14-year-old you, so I'm sure she wasn't going down the right path. All right, go on. I was all right at 14, I think. I just didn't know what I was doing at all. But unlike this gentleman here, I wasn't about to tell her I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> she had to find out on her own. Yeah. But go ahead. Um, so we were making out a little bit. We're about to start. Wait, you put a condom on and then kissed yeah, her? Yeah, well, she's, before I could even like finish, started making out with me. So I was she like, real. Because right. she didn't want you to put that condom What's on. What's her FYI? Wait, then, Does she like, have an Instagram? I, we'll talk later. Yeah, we'll talk. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> she's going to be the artwork. <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah. She's going to be the company. It's going to be my house game. All right, no, go ahead. Depending on how the story is. Go ahead. Um, uh, making out a little bit. Then she like started to started to blow me. I was like, oh, okay. And then she was like, I hate this. And she rips the condom off. And I'm like, fuck, I only have one oh, so condom. Oh, she was sucking your dick with the condom on. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. And then she I ripped it off. I never understood that I either. never get it. She said, I hate this shit. And I'm like, fuck, I only have one condom. So well, I've never sucked a dick, but I could imagine it probably wouldn't be pleasant with a condom on. But go on. Um, and then she did that. Then we start having sex. I was like, holy shit. And she starts literally ripping, like pulling into my legs, like with her nails to the point that I had bruises and broken blood vessels. And at was, what position is she doing this at? Faggot. Don't <laughs> <laughs> be a dick. <laughs> She's sitting there giving this guy the best experience of his life, and he want to tell us about his fucking blood vessels. Well, even, it was I thought it I was can't funny. Even smell blood vessels. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so she's fucking. Yeah, yeah. She's ruining your fucking yeah. skin. Your skin. Yeah. Great. And right. uh, I was like, it was like dead silent, and I was like, can we put on some music or something? Because like she took up, she like stopped for a few minutes, and she was like, yeah, sure, I'll put something on, and she put on the movie The Bride of Chucky. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought that was funny too. I was like, "What the fuck?" No, I'm, I'm just no, speechless. No, yeah. no, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait. You, you said two, implying that we thought it was funny. No one laughed. Well, she doesn't count. Oh. She's a virgin too. <laughs> <laughs> but the Bride of Chucky, interesting movie choice. I hope yeah. you can have surround sound. I've seen that yeah. movie. And at one point, she stopped and went, "Wait, this is my favorite part." And I was just like, "What the? F- where the fuck am I?" How many minutes are we in at this point? Are you hard right during this movie? (laughs) No. Because, no, for real, because she has stepped away for a little bit, put a movie on, there's no condom on now, your dick is just not, uh, wait, what, you're drunk though. Yeah, really drunk, like almost blackout, but not blackout. But he a virgin. When I was a virgin, I was was just in math class hard. I'm not losing that (laughs) when this bitch about to put on Chucky and and the condom off. When I was a virgin, I didn't really understand why my dick was doing that. It was uncom- uncomfortable. <laughs> but okay. You poor guy. <laughs> I mean, how do we know if a, if a girl don't come teach us? All right. Continue. Um, then she went. Then hey. she got the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and we watched the rest of the movie. All right, my bad. Yeah. We had sex. It wasn't amazing because I was fucked up. I was a little nervous, obviously. I don't think it was because you were yeah, fucked up, but yeah. go on. And then we like started making out again, and she was like... Wait, the sex was finished, and you made out again? Yeah, she, well, yeah. she started <laughs> making out with me. And then she goes, uh, can I smother you with a pillow? Some people like that. And I went, no, you can't. I, I'm actually one <laughs> of the people that does indeed like to be smothered with the pillow. And I'm serious. <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah. I'd rather look at... 
pitch black and face death than have to stare at you. <laughs> what type of women are you fucking? <laughs> Bitches that I don't want to look at. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, bitch, is it? <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I'm after this, so all these are jokes. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh. So you didn't want to get uh, some other with the pillow. You never no. real. Guess not. So you said no. Yeah, I said no. And she said? said she was like, uh, all right, whatever. And then she fucking passed out. It just sounds like the greatest story ever. If, I don't. If, I don't if, think if literally, she literally. Just someone else told it. I don't think his storytelling skills are amazing, but I'm visual enough to say this is an amazing story. I got the short version at Irving Plaza. I got. I lost my virginity at 25 to a dominatrix chick, and I said, "Oh, you're coming on the podcast." <laughs> How old was she? Uh, 27. And this was three years ago. Yeah. Oh, so she's 30 now. She done learned mad tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that bitch, if she was doing the smothering pillow bride of Chucky and the instant, instantaneous pass out with you, what you think she gonna do for a real nigga like me? Oh, my God. That bitch might get the shotgun out. <laughs> do you mind if I shoot you in your kneecap? <laughs> bitch, I'm a real ass nigga. I don't even need kneecaps. <laughs> I don't need these. Fuck you talking about, bitch? It's Joe. <laughs> Fuck. Now we have no way of locating this one. Yeah, are you still in contact with her? Did you uh, exchange? I don't, what think was the... she, I don't think she. Uh, this actually went on for like she a month and a half. Oh. Oh, that mean I jumped to conclusion. <laughs> Wait a minute. So she called you back. Well, I want to know how the exit plan worked, but I wanted to know that before I found out that you continued on fucking her. Oh. But what was that exit plan like? I was like, she wanted to smother you, then said, "I right, passed out." You are now staring at the ceiling, divergenized. What, what are your thoughts here? I was like, this wasn't as uh, big of a hype as everyone was telling me. Number one, same thing I said after I because I was so stressed about it for however long because of Peter and uh, Saifa. Like they are the two guys who get the greatest pussy. Let me just say that. Peter Rosenberg and Cypher Sounds. Never seen either one of them with a vagina I'd like to enter, save uh, Pete, because he's married. So let's let's yeah. let's not do that. And I just did his wife's uh, podcast, and she's an amazing, Cypher amazing is, woman. Is to hey. Me. Oh. With a child. <laughs> Foot in my mouth. <laughs> not speaking about their wives before that. Hey, pie in my face. <laughs> Hey, hey, yeah, before these gentlemen were married to these amazing women, I don't think these two is the guys to come and talk to about pussies that you should and should not get. Fuck is they? Well, they told me it isn't as big of a deal as it's going to be, Like, but they also were putting pressure on me being like, hey, if you don't do this by the time you turn 26, we're just going to buy you a hooker. So I was like, I need to get this shit done. Well, no, that, that's called a friend. Be clear. If you are, not, if you are a virgin at 26 years old, it is your friend's obligation to get you a hooker. That's what hookers are there for. That's what they Yo. wanted to do when they first met me. Yo, Joe. We I'm get hookers now. I'm about to be, I'm about to <laughs> be 26 in May, and I haven't fucked a girl. Yo, you think you could get me a hooker, bro? I know some pretty cool. <laughs> I know some pretty cool. I need to FaceTime a bit. All right. Just forget it. All right, so what is the text message conversations like the following day? You run out of there? No, I... <clears throat> oh, you cuddled and I, you stayed? I stayed over and had sex again the next day, and I was sober, and it was fucking amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did she fucking try to kill you then? No, but she did uh, 
bite my lip so hard that I started bleeding everywhere. And oh, I was well, that's like, standard. No, and she <laughs> said, and she thought it was hot. That's and I was standard. like, what the fuck? Oh, wait, I'm not tired of him bleeding. Like, <laughs> sorry, like my nigga. I thought that was funny. Yeah, but everyone you else just, thought it was. But funny. you just keep bleeding. Your blood vessels, your fucking <laughs> mouth. Like, just put some band aids somewhere in your fucking pocket so you can stop bleeding. Every second this guy is bleeding. So then she kissed me and then blood just poured from everywhere. And then you got the bride of Chuck. There's too much bloodshed everywhere. Well, that's the joke. That was her thing. I just, I'm, listen, I'm off of the story. I'm trying to locate the woman. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to hear no more. Where is she? I heard enough to want to find her. Don't try to hold your host, her, hold her hostage like Drake do his hold. I want to see. You can see. Well, just so, not right now. So you, so you do still keep in contact with her. When no. the last time you fucked her? Oh, she, oh you know oh. her Instagram. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Oh, she a Facebook hoe. She even nastier if she a Facebook hoe. I don't know anything about Facebook hoes. That's where the real hoes are, like really? the nasty, freaky ones. Yeah, but Facebook is with the the checkbox, right? Single, taken, all that shit. Yeah, ain't nobody pay attention to that anymore. The complicated. You find the old hoes. How, how that do you just f- want to fuck? All right, on Facebook. All right, pardon my uh, ignorance. How do you fuck women from Facebook? You can insta, not insta. You oh. can DM them. There's an inbox. You Facebook can private, private Explain message. Explain to me what a, what does DM stand for? Direct message. Wait, there's that feature on these social networking sites? They invented it. MySpace, Facebook did that shit way before Twitter Wait. and Instagram. All right. Whoa, culture shock. <laughs> Holy shit. Are you telling me there's a way to speak, to have conversations with women privately and no one else know? There's a feature to hit their inbox. And there's also a chat on the side that's private. You could do the in time like aim shit. Well, that seems like such a great idea. It would seem like Twitter and Instagram should integrate a, a DM service. I mean, they, like why don't they, they have, have one? That? Wait a minute, wait. <laughs> you know what, Rory? <laughs> you're pulling my leg. Yeah, you're man, not telling you had me. No idea. You're not telling me you can DM women on Twitter and Instagram. You can. To talk private, but why would you want to no. talk privately with strange women? If you want to send, I don't know, your debit card oh. info to possibly, or maybe a plane ticket? Maybe a PayPal? I, I'm, I, maybe on the app that I have, the DM feature's no, that, not there. Those, those don't work? I've never seen it. What, I've what, never what, what, uh, what app do you use? This shit right here. Is that a Christian Mingle app? <laughs> no, it's not a Christian Mingle app. This shit right here is called fucking Snap app. Mm-hmm. It's a quick freestyle. <laughs> what <do you> do? <laughs> I was reading Snapchat and trying to freestyle some shit. It just came out really bad. I told you I got a lot on my mind, man. But I've, I personally have never seen that DM feature. I've never used it, nor would I want strange women in my fucking, uh, uh, my private area. You know what you can do with Instagram? They can send you a private picture that the rest of the world can't see. Why would I want a private picture that the rest of the world can't see? You should open the DM feature and find out. Oh, so let me tell you something real quick. Let me just jump off of our little joke, and we're going to get off of here. But, so I recently got a Samsung Edge. Dick videos with that phone is are just different now. Do you send those via a private message, or do you just put those out to the world since you don't know no, I just about No, I just beat my dick a lot. And then just watch it. And no. Oh. No. No, 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 no. And all the rave, rave and about this phone is it has an amazing camera. So, because I know that there will be a time that I'm going to need to send my dick to a beautiful woman, mm-hmm. I needed to test it out. 
Because on the iPhone, the reverse camera is the worst shit in the world. How did we make it to seven generations of six generations? What is this? A 6S? 6 Plus? Whatever the fuck. We're at a lot of generations of iPhones, and the back camera is still a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But I will never leave iPhone because I love the fact that all of the shit is accessible and interchangeable and, you know, the laptop and the phone and all this other shit. But that motherfucking Edge 6, right? I saw parts of my dick I didn't even know was there. Where? <laughs> Let's just get out of here. <laughs> Wait, our sleeper picks. Sleeper song, 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 sleeper song. So last week, if you missed this podcast, and I'm going to fuck out of here because I'm hungry and I want to go to Melba's and eat. Um... Last week, we introduced a new segment, Sleeper Songs, right? And I went with Ro James. Rory went with Jesse Boykins a lot. And, and a lot of y'all liked that, liked that segment. Mm. And I got a lot of tweets about it. Yeah, a lot of them, a lot of them. So today, while Rory searches, because here's another week where he's unprepared. Um, I'm good to go. I, I, was wait, I was waiting on you. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I am going to go with, I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to cheat. Because um, the song I'm going to pick is really short. So I'm going to pick another song too. And they both are from Eric Bellinger. Eric Bellinger put out a new project the other day. And I don't know the name of it. I forgot. It, like it, I just got it yesterday. But the song is called Mood. And I've been listening to it ever since. Mood and right after that, because that's only two minutes and 30 seconds. Right after that, and it sounds like a whole song is plush, plush. I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on. I want to say plush velvet, but I know that's wrong. So I'm not going to say that. Here it is right here. Plush duvet. Eric Bellinger mood directly into Eric Bellinger plush duvet. Song is so amazing. I tweeted the nigga and said, dog, this mood shit has to be extended. And he sent me the stems. So now I have the great responsibility of trying to extend this amazing record. I don't want to put my voice on anything amazing. <laughs> that's somebody else's that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to do that. But listen to those records. Great, great, great records. Well, since you stole Eric Bellinger, I was going to do an Eric Bellinger song, but I won't. Um, people seem to like the Jesse Boykins Neo Soul stuff, so I will go with my probably favorite song ever, uh, Foreign Exchange, Daykeeper. Last time I told people where to listen to the Jesse Boykins song, so I'm going to tell them where to listen to Foreign Exchange. Listen to it right when you wake up in the morning. It'll put you in a wonderful uh, zen-like mood on your morning commute, morning walk, whatever it is that you do. Foreign Exchange, Daykeeper. Then why, then why aren't you listening to that song anymore? I've never seen you in a zen-like mood ever. Well, because you see me in the afternoon, and I'm already I've, the, drunk. The world then. has the world has <laughs> yeah, put me through the ringer by then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my meds have kicked off. I'm I'm horrible then. We would ask you to pick a fucking sleeper song, but you just lost your virginity three years ago, so none you say <laughs> the, matters. The uh, Bride of Chucky soundtrack. <laughs> 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 that is embedded oh, in my brain forever. <laughs> mercy. I want to thank our virgin guest. <laughs> He's not a virgin anymore. And he still's a virgin. Because when you lose your virginity, that kind of don't count. Have you fucked a different girl since? Yeah. Oh, hey, he's out here. How many, though? Two. He's a virgin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a poor guy. Still haven't done much work. You might want to still get that hooker. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real. A hooker changed your life. They're great to talk to, too. Yeah, I love... Nothing I love more than talking about my feelings with hookers. They have so much experience in so many walks of life. And they have so many feelings. Yeah. <laughs> they got a lot of feelings about shit. <laughs> they be beating me down in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Who says that? We need Marissa back. <laughs> <laughs> people are either going to love this episode or think it was the worst thing that I ever I wouldn't give a fuck what y'all think about this fuck. All right. Why don't you? All right. So we're going to get out of here. I, well, let me just say, I really enjoyed this podcast. I did too. 
We shouldn't do podcasts without Marissa. I love Marissa. Me too. But she, and I tried to tell her how to make it work, but she was just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go." I'm just saying, me and you together is just bad, bad, bad. Hopefully, no one got offended. If you did, so what? And that's it. Uh, we will see you guys, or not see you guys. We will talk to you guys next week. Am I here next week? I'm not here next week. Oh, you're in uh, Texas. Yep. You should plug since you know you do that. Oh, yeah, for a I'm gonna be in Texas, <laughs> uh, and Houston is one of our biggest markets, so oh, I'd probably Houston talk to them. Is where my baby gonna talk talk about my feelings in Houston with wonderful people. All right, so real quick, so I'm going to uh, Houston and Fort Worth, and uh, where else Dallas. are we going? I'm going to Dallas. San Antonio. I'm I going think. to San Antonio. I'm going to New Orleans. I'm going all those places and performing this uh, this. Weekend. It starts this Thursday is what I'm doing. So I'll post on Instagram and on Twitter all the dates and Ticketmaster, all that bullshit, right? So so me and Rory will be taping from <laughs> Houston next week. We're going to have all of the bitches because we got to interview the bitches. Of course. I have to interview them for work Beyonce's purposes. from there. Oh, shout out to Beyonce. Behind! <laughs> we are out of here. Thank our guests. Thank our silent partners and silent guests. Shout out to Marissa. We are not going to forget about you being absent, and we're going to talk about that next week, about why you were absent. I want to thank Michael Roars. I want to thank our engineer, and I'm starving, so I'm getting the fuck out of here. One.